Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get to pumping. Does anyone really care? I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. So know your role. If you a star, be a star. If you a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm going to be screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Victory Monday and a Players' Lounge Monday. We'll be talking to some of the Pirate players, all the Pirate players are on the field this weekend with the sweep over USF. We got a lot to talk about. And we'll do it the next three hours right here on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show and comment on Facebook Live and on YouTube if you'd like to be a part of today's program. Coming up at around 3.30, we'll talk to East Carolina starter C.J. Mayhew at 4 o'clock. Pirate starter Ryder Giles at 4.30. ECU center fielder Bryson Worrell. And at 5 o'clock, Pirates shortstop and pitcher Zach Agnos will join us here on the program around 5.30. We'll talk to Brian Bailey. We'll also have a giveaway for you in Hour 3 as well. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, C.J. Schaefer, the big dog Glenn Griffin's here, Troy D. alongside. And we kick it off with the head baseball coach of the East Carolina Pirates, Cliff Godwin, who joins us right here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Troy D., Cliff, how we doing today? Doing Doing great. Good to see you. Cliff, uh, man, it seems like ages ago when the season started, mid-February, with a season-opening loss for the weekend against Bryant. Uh, Sweep. Sweep, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sweep. (laughs) Well, you got swept, I should say. Uh, Boy, what a turn of events though a lot of fans were ready to you know oh this isn't going to be the year and this is terrible and what's wrong with cliff what's wrong with these players but baseball's a long season there's a lot of games to it and uh, you guys have battled back from adversity now and here towards the end of the regular season already clinching the uh, american conference regular season championship i know that's going to make you feel good about where this team could be headed for postseason now no, I just my hats off for to our players and our coaching staff, and you know I said it to them today that when everything seemed to be falling apart around us, and some publicly, some not publicly, and somebody tweeted it out today, but we were fourteen and thirteen after the first game at Cincinnati um, when we opened up with a loss, and we've been twenty and five since then, and the guys just did a great job staying the course, pulling together. Um, we really focused on one another and just getting better and now you look and you know good things have happened but all of us sitting here and other people have had stuff in their life fall apart all around them and as long as you can continue to just put one foot in front of the other good things are going to happen and just glad to be a part of it and uh i'm glad that uh clip doubts me at the highest level that's uh really important to me and uh everybody needs motivation yeah no question and uh, usually it's me that doubts you well yeah and i did not doubt you this year at least clips man enough to admit that he doubted me <laughs> so, uh, big and then call me into the studio today as well so yeah i appreciate it <laughs> to clarify my statements coach i did say east carolina the ship had sailed on the pirates being an at-large in a regional i did say throughout that east carolina would grind out series wins and be at the top or near the top of the American 
which you guys have overshot that by a wide margin. So, absolutely, I was wrong. Well, the tournament uh, field has not been announced yet, but if I had to bet today, I would say East Carolina would be in that large, and earlier this season, I did not see that happening. I was absolutely wrong. Yeah, you were exactly, absolutely wrong. Absolutely. You sure were. So, uh, but that's why. First time in my life I've been wrong, yeah, Coach. No wow. question. But uh, I like to give you a hard time because <laughs> it, it just means a lot to me. Uh, I've, I've been doubted my whole life, and I'm sure a lot of our players have. And it's typical for a fan base, not just East Carolina fans, any fan base, when you have such high expectations and things don't go well and there's stuff out there that happens publicly and you just you know want to jump off the ship and be the woe is me pirate fan hey we're all you know dipped in crap it's it's amazing to me instead of going hey let's just support these guys and let's win the next game and then let's win the next game and the the fans were awesome this weekend and i just appreciate uh them coming out and just being so loud and we need them tomorrow night because it's going to be Campbell's World Series game to try to get some RPI points playing on the road at East Carolina. Cliff Cowwood, head coach of the ECU Baseball Pirates, join us as we kick off PRL here exclusively on Pirate Radio. And uh, coach team currently 34-18 and 18 on the year. Still a lot of baseball to go, as you know. you got the uh, games to close out the regular season. Then you'll be in the uh, conference tournament. I always kind of look at that 40-win mark as a great you know milestone for any team, especially in collegiate baseball. And now it looks like, you know, with as many games left still in the season, that's a real achievable goal. Yeah, we always want to try to do it in the regular season, which I would say since COVID has hit, it seems like getting 40 wins in the regular season is probably even more of an exception than probably when we first had that. And the reason I say that is you got teams like Notre Dame and no offense to Notre Dame, they've played 41 games and canceled a weekend series because of RPI and stuff and that's a whole another debate for us at a different time but I don't think it's good for college baseball when we're canceling games because of RPI now if I was on you know the other side and we were playing a really bad opponent tomorrow and even if we won we'd lose RPI points would I can't probably because we got to protect our program but I just don't think that's good for the sport Cliff Godwin joining us. Cliff, one of the major changes this season when it comes to to personnel and and positions, and there's been a few, Ryder Giles moving to a starting role and Jacob Starling moving to the lineup here lately. It's been C.J. Mayhew and him moving into a starter's role and the amount of innings he's been able to go in, good innings, quality innings he's been able to give you. But Ryder Giles and C.J., that was probably not in you and Austin Knight's plans uh, going into the year. Shows the the job you've done, but really the the job they've done. to And and you say it a lot, accepting your role on the team. You throw a lot at them, and man, they've accepted it, and they've excelled in those positions. Well, you had to go back, and you just had to. We just had to piece games together, and and stop worrying about the conventional starting rotation, and stop worrying about hey, what your status is. And and Ryder, I, I give him so much credit because the guy that has played shortstop for us for the past three years to go. Hey, coach, I'll pitch in the rotation if that's what it takes for us to win. And yeah, I know that means that my arm's not going to bounce back and I'm not going to have the ability to to play shortstop. I think it really stemmed from him being extremely selfless and going, hey, I just want to win. I'm tired of losing and whatever it takes. And for him to hop into the rotation and just give us a good start at times and doesn't matter how long he goes. And the pitching staff just really 
um, rallied around one another and said, hey, we're going to have a closers mentality. Whether we're starting the game, whether we're throwing the third inning, we're throwing the fifth inning, we're just going to keep passing the ball. And I think that's been one of the coolest things for me to watch. And I told our team this is the most selfless group for the past two months that I've been around in an age where society pushes selfishness every single day. What is it in for me? And if I'm not the Friday night starter, the three-hole hitter, then I don't care if the team's winning or not. And our guys in an NIL era where pushes pushes selfishness have just done a tremendous job of blocking out all that stuff. And I said this yesterday, too, in my post game. It's harder for teams to overcome adversity like we have harder than it's ever been because – it's just in their face every day. They read it. They read the good. They read the bad. And, um, you know, talking to the Ole Miss coaches, they went through the same thing. I mean, you know, they look up and the coaching staff's going to get fired. And now all of a sudden they've won six in a row SEC games. If you just can stay the course and you put yourself around great people like our coaching staff. And it, it sometimes doesn't shape out the way you thought it would or work out the way you thought it would. But if you just stay the course, it will. Cliff, baseball is a lot like life. You're going to face adversity, as you talked about earlier, and and that's a given. It's how you handle it and how you recover from it is what separates uh, the great teams from the average teams. You you were dealt some adversity even before the season started with the loss of Carson Wisenhunt. Are you allowed to – is he able to contact you at all? I don't know what the rules are like. Are you able to stay in touch with him? He's still, you know, one of your guys. And he did come out with a statement that we uh, published saying he would like to return to the team next year. But how likely is that, too, if uh, he ends up getting drafted really high? Yeah, I, you know, it would be uh, um, shocking to me if he showed back in a purple and gold uniform. I just think he's going to have an opportunity to play professional baseball now. He uh, has been working on his own, and hopefully he's been getting in good work, and he's going to go up to the Cape Cod League and pitch uh, before the draft. and. Look at him. He needs to pitch well. You know, that's one thing that um, he needs to do to be able to go out there and impress those scouts. But I I couldn't see him being back here unless something crazy happens. You mentioned the NIL uh, name and image likeness. That's really kind of taken the college athletic world by storm over the last year. We had Coach Houston on last week talking about it's been a, you know, with football and basketball, it's it's very dominating uh, as far as how it's been. I like to call it weaponized for recruiting. Right. And it really has been. What about the world of college baseball? Where, I mean, obviously, this is something that can benefit any college athlete, but how far does it trickle down? Do you see this being used against you in recruiting by other bigger programs? How, How is the NIL situation affected college baseball and specifically ECU? Well, uh, you know, we just try to talk to our guys about the team aspect, and, and I'm sure it won't pass with legal. And But I've even tried to become creative since I'm an alum here to, uh, you know, be able to donate money to our team and spread it out in an NIL deal f- through my camps, you know, um, which I'm yeah. sure the NCAA or East Carolina won't allow that because, you know, that just would seem too bad. But we're basically— Not any worse than some of the other yeah, stuff I've no, heard out no there, doubt, quite honestly. But— my, my opinion on the whole deal is just the NIL and the transfer portal together has made college athletics just very, at times, dirty, in my opinion. And that was the one thing that was, when I got into coaching, it was it was somewhat pure. Yeah, of course, in the SEC, football players are getting paid to recruit, and but it's, it was illegal to do it. Now it's, like, legal to do it, at least at this moment, but... And look, if players want to go into the portal, and try, but you don't ever hear the stories of the player that goes into the portal that's not very good, and then 
he doesn't get to go to another division. Never comes out of the portal. Ne- ne- never comes out of the portal yeah. or goes to a junior college, and that's his last stop. With all the years given back with COVID, I mean, there's a log jam. I mean, we're still dealing with the COVID extra year and trying to manage scholarships and rosters. So it's not as uh, hunky-dory, so to speak, as what I think some people feel like from the outside. you got to be in it every day to understand it. I don't get on the transfer portal. I That's not my world. When guys want to leave our program, no problem. I'll help you go wherever you, you want to go. Um, and, you know, people, you know, made a big deal when Skylar Brooks left. The guy was hurt, and I wish Skylar the best, but – he was hurt. He goes into the portal. It's not like we're losing our Friday night starter. It was just a guy that was on our roster. So, um, like I said, I, I just like the purity of college athletics. If, in my opinion, every person should have an opportunity to sign professionally out of high school. And if you don't, you need to go to college for three years. And that's the difference between college and being a professional. That's my opinion. Sure, some people disagree with me, but we don't even give full rides out. Where football and basketball give full rides out plus cost of attendance. A lot of them get some extra money through financial aid as well. And now we're, we're, we're giving people a million dollars, you know. And obviously it worked out for Bryce Young, but they had given an NIL deal of a million dollars before he'd even taken a snap as a starter. Out. That's a little bit scary to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a crazy world yeah. we're living in. And, and like you said, what if he gets injured and never even plays? Right. I mean, it's just amazing what's going on lately. Yeah, no question. I asked, uh, actually asked Bryson World about it. Uh, and, well, real quick, uh, first of all, the guys that come in here on the Players' Lounge are awesome. You want to talk about guys stay in the course. They walk in here after getting swept by Bryant or sweeping USF and their demeanor is the same. Right, I think yeah. that's the sign of a maturity and also, you know, a, a good good player uh, and a good team. But I asked Bryson about it about it not being as prevalent in college baseball and he says, "Well, it's out there, but when you're in a program and a culture like East Carolina, guys aren't jumping off the ship to go transfer." So, there's part of that too that uh, if you're in the right program and, and you're in the right spot, you're not going to want to leave, right? Well, and if you're a really good player, you're going to make your money in professional baseball. Um, and, and this is, in my opinion, the, the last stop of a team aspect oriented, hey, we're all trying to, to win and we don't care who gets the credit. Um, where when you're minor league baseball, I mean, you're just trying to do really good for yourself so you can get to the big leagues and then it becomes somewhat more of a team sport then that reminds me of seth manis who pitched a long time in major league baseball and coaching at uncw and he said he i asked him what's next for him and he said something in college baseball he said it's what you just said the last team sport everybody's about me once you get out of here and and at college baseball it is still pure there's some stains on it right yeah yeah, yeah but still pretty pure overall and I want to give you a compliment, uh, Cliff, too. I, I think the guys are a reflection on the coaching staff. And, and it, Cliff referenced it earlier, the demeanor. We've, you know, one of the positives of the NIL thing is we've gotten for the, this, the first season we've been able to yeah. deal with baseball is get to know these guys a little bit better and get to bring their personalities and their knowledge to the Pirate Nation through these interviews that we right. do every week. And it's been really, I think, a positive experience. Uh, we've enjoyed it. I think the guys have enjoyed it. And I know the, all the listeners and uh, fans out there that we talked to have really enjoyed it. But, Cliff, I remember that first weekend – 
when we got swept by Brian. <laughs> Cliff's you know, so glad we got all these interviews lined up on one day. <laughs> go well. You know, they were talking about demeanor. Those and I was like, oh man, I know how you feel. You know, but those guys were great. Like yeah. you wanted to know, like they, they had good attitudes. We were the ones that were down and bummed yeah. out about yeah. it. They were actually lifting our spirits yeah. in many ways. But uh, it doesn't matter whether you know they come in here off a high or off a low. They're very even keel, and they don't get high or low either way at least uh when, when we interact with them so i think that doesn't happen by accident well and they have look we lost the cincinnati game and one of the things that and it wasn't like in a textbook but we had a great practice on thursday night at, at cincinnati it was 40 degrees misty and like we condensed it down to about two hours we had a great practice and then we just didn't play well on friday and after the game i said hey uh pre-game meeting tomorrow you players uh can go through the game and talk about what we need to do better because i've done this every game and it doesn't seem to work so you guys can take some ownership in it and literally they've been running the pre-game meetings when we have a game before and kind of going through different and and obviously recognizing some positive things that go on um but taking ownership you know of whether you know bryson goes hey i should have made that diving catch if i make that catch then we don't have uh three-run first inning for the opposing team and and you know i need to make that play and like i told those guys it gives you freedom because your your peers here you go hey i i know i can make that play i needed to make it for our team and that's been really cool to watch and just evolve over the past two months and baseball is a sport that sometimes you're just going to have one of those games and it's at every level i've seen it all over the place where you can have the, it's the same team they look great one game and then the next game you're like are these the same guys it just there's so many games sometimes that just happens and once again it's just how you recover from that well and i would tell you with this team it, it reminds me of the 15 team we're, we're more talented than 15 team but just a group that's bought into the team aspect um you know last year we're super talented and you know at the beginning of the season this year we were very talented and we've lost some key pieces to the puzzle but the guys have just really bought into um playing for one another and i look at you know you got the game on and, and ben newton to me is is a huge glue guy for us and a lot of people don't even know this but his grandmother passed away um you know on the weekend finishing up the vcu series and so he flies back to colorado um saturday night late and he misses the sunday game when we lost the vcu game we we didn't catch the ball good behind the plate and then we had state on tuesday at home and we had some pass balls and wild pitches that allowed state to score two runs which we lost to nothing and you go well you got to score to win i know that but like Ben missed those two games. He's the glue guy. He controls the pitching staff. He communicates with Coach Knight. He makes the pitchers better. Um, he's just a quality hitter. He doesn't wow you with power or speed, but he just gets in there and has quality at bats. And, you know, his at bat yesterday with two strikes, two outs, fouls off a bunch of pitches, beats the ball on the ground, and then we put up three runs to, to you know, break the game open. And to me, he's been the epitome of what our team has over the past couple of months. Coach, uh, before this season, have you ever been a part of a game that was 0-0, no hits in the ninth inning? And I hope I am never a part of that, <laughs> you know, at least on our side right. of the offense. But, no, uh, Clip, it was crazy. Uh, first nine innings, two hours and one minute. The next four innings were two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it wasn't going to be a clean ending like that. I had to keep going yep, and go yep, past three yep, hours. Yep. But that was C.J. Mayhew. And your guys, uh, one of those games where you had ducks on the pond, couldn't get them in, frustrating, but you finally broke through. And uh, 
I know you were excited when that one was finally over. Yeah, Ben Newton had the the big knock yeah. that uh, you know put us open or broke us open. But one of the biggest moments, and and I give uh, Coach Palumbo a lot of credit, was the first hit they got. It, it took a bad hop on the infield, so it ricocheted off uh, Carter Cunningham's uh, glove. So the guy got to second base, and I don't know if that was the tenth or eleventh inning. And Spivey's pitching and. Um, the next guy had bunted before on the season, and the guy behind him hadn't. He said, hey, let's intentionally walk this guy, and the next guy hasn't bunted, and kind of unconventional, to be honest with you. And so we intentionally walked him. Next guy hits into a four-six-three, and then um, next guy hits a ground ball that hits off uh, Spivey's Achilles and just uh, kind of lays right there on the ground. You know you're living right, which at the beginning of the year, that ball would have ricocheted down the foul line, and they'd have won. And he picks it up and throws the guy out at first, and um, – that was just a huge momentum swing, but our guys talked about it. When Memphis would get out of innings, when we had Ducks on the pond, it was like they had won the World Series. When we got out of it, we would just be even killed. Like, hey, we just need to go back out there and play our best baseball, and just stayed the course in, in that manner too. What was that crazy game clip where it was, you know, it was featured on SportsCenter? How nuts the ending was with the uh, with the ump. Um, you want to go back to the Brian the series? Brian, yeah, oh, yeah, that was it. That was it. I was, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you think about hey, how crazy. It was just, I mean, how <laughs> like, nuts that was. That was, yeah. So I hear uh, Max Stokes uh, got some nice things said to him in a gas station by some Pirate fans. Uh, so that was pretty comical. He's a good dude. Uh, um, I definitely don't agree with his call. and The time call. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've never seen anything like well, that. Son's sun was in his eyes so I, mean, I don't know why that matters it still was in his eyes 10 seconds later right the sun didn't sure. move in 10 seconds that's a good point we're a long ways from that now <laughs> yeah, i know i'm sorry i don't I'm gonna bring up an old wound right there crazy to think that uh, was three months ago actually. i know yeah. it seems like it last season in, in many ways yeah. yeah uh it is wild clip do you have any of those questions that you brought for the players or you kind of get to know the player i'd love to you want to do th- it with me these are my kind of questions oh. i do remember this is my favorite one you had clip it was like coach would you rather fight a gorilla-sized chicken or 10 chicken-sized gorillas? 10 chicken-sized gorillas. All right. That seemed to be the consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got some new ones for today. Okay, yeah. Let's let's do these. I like getting to know these guys. Which uh, which one of your players, Coach, was most likely to be on the TV show The Bachelor where women are vying for his... Bryson. Okay. Yeah. You know... I will uh, tell you, hey, I, Troy saw me the shirt off, and Troy, <laughs> Troy wants him to date. I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I had a. Hey, meeting. you ever seen Bryson with a shirt <laughs> off, Coach? <laughs> Hold on. Full disclosure here. I had a meeting with some Pirate Club folks earlier today. The team was walking past us as we were leaving, <laughs> and Bryson had his shirt off. I was like, Coach, you know, I thought it was a football player walking by. Bryson's pretty rocked up, as uh, Mike Houston would say. In damn good shape. I was like, that's the physique that I'd be going for right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a phenom. I do have a question for you guys. Can I interrupt real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I heard Coach Houston talk about this with the NIL about donors and stuff. Do you, th- you think, and probably in a selfish society, I can answer this question for myself. At East Carolina, you have a limited amount of donors. So is it more important for them to get the football practice indoor or for all of them to get 10 grand? Oh, you're talking about for like the football team. If they or, had a choice, or, or, I'm talking about baseball players too. Instead of our guys getting NIL deals, I mean, let's get our expansion done so you have nicer facilities. Oh, but would you rather have asking, cash or the facilities? I yeah. think, yeah, I think it depends who you talk to. I think if you talk to the players, they'd rather have the money. Well, and uh, if you talk then to how, donors, how you, they'd rather have probably the facilities. Yeah, but I'm talking about the players. Don't you want to have? 
the the nicest stuff. I mean, that's where you spend the most of your time. I mean, with the ten grand's going to be here and gone pretty quickly, right? Especially after taxes. Yeah, true. Um, that's by the way. I went by the baseball facility and that. What is it, the weight room they're putting up with the steel? Yeah, that, yep. I mean that's coming that's along. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's out of the ground, yep. ready to roll. I mean, not ready not, to roll, but I mean you can actually Troy, see it. Is what I'm saying. Troy, it's not it's, even it's not it's a drawing red, anymore, red, coach. In your office is what I'm saying. Well, he's been talking it's, about this stuff for 30 years. Yeah, so like, now I'm just excited. Like excited. steel is up. Yeah. It's ready. It's, to, by know. the way, it's a multi-sport weight room, not just baseball. But you guys will have a priority in there, won't you? Isn't there a pecking order? I don't know if we'll be able to fit our whole team in there, but it'll be good during the season when pitchers need to go in there and stuff. And you're a big part of that new fundraising effort the Pirates Unite yep. effort we had Ryan Robinson on Friday talking about it they just announced which you know obviously the marquee part of that is the indoor practice facility but it's multi for football but that would be something baseball my, could yeah. utilize we yeah, talk about that my mo- I'm going to donate my money directly to EC baseball how do you feel about that and there's also a component for the baseball stadium yeah. so what give us the details on that because Ron touched on it but yeah. I know there's uh, above it they're going to add some premium seating yeah. for fans but really the the structural part below is probably the more interesting part right. for you. So everything will just move down the left field line so the coaches' offices will actually be underneath that premium seating because we're just, you know, um, landlocked with space. So our locker room is small for the guys. One max training room small. Our team room small. You know, we got assistant coaches sharing offices. Our director of player development is in the coach's locker room. His office is in the coach's locker room. So yeah. he gets to, you know, watch us shower and walk around <laughs> towels and stuff. I'm sure he really enjoys that. Um, so it's just going to expand down the left field line, and, and uh, it'll be just really uh, an upgrade for our players um, and expand so all of our coaches have offices and et cetera. So, so where do, what do you do with the – obviously, you still have that existing space that you'll be no, moving so, out of. So what happens no, to that? No, so every Everything's just going to – so, like, the locker room will get bigger. The training room will get bigger. So, it just pushes the uh, coaches' offices. So the all, Okay, so the offices will move over, and then the stuff that's already there will get expanded. Yep, okay, that's right. Okay, I got yep. you. I thought They're you were basically going okay. to gut out the in, the underneath part right. and just redo the end. So, it'll be more for the players on that side and yep. the coaches yep. on their side. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that makes yep. sense. Yeah, so – that's cool. And how much of that? Uh, I forgot to check. What is what is the goal fundraising for that? Because he did say it it's was, uh, it was. If it, someone wants to write a check for that, they'll start it. Yeah. So uh, it was like five million before COVID. So I'd say it's closer to seven. Okay. Now. Yeah. But yeah. people can donate directly. And to I that will if they donate want. a big check to EC Baseball directly. I just want you to know that, Troy. I, well, so. we, you have always been great about giving back to the program that you are a part of. <laughs> I will say that. If everybody was as generous as you, we'd have all this stuff built. Didn't Penny Hardaway pull some strings with Memphis since he oh, was in a he, do- he He donated a million. I heard this when we played Memphis, but he donated a million dollars before he got the head coaching job. Uh, he only makes, if you guys pull it up, and this is coming from their baseball coach, but he still makes a lot of money from his shoe deal with Nike because I think it's in the top five of the shoes that are sold basketball shoes but i think he only makes a little bit over a million dollars at memphis but i mean he doesn't need the money so if we relieved you of your duties for a week you donate and then we hire you back is that legal if you're not employed why would i oh you're saying okay yeah (laughs) do a little work around nil part. okay i I lost you for a second um i'm playing hypothetical yeah sure i mean i mean i take a week vacation i guess (laughs) there you go (laughs) perfect why can't coaches donate to an nil deal I don't know. Uh, Alex Ketty uh, just texted me that she talked to me about it later, so I'll (laughs) talk to her about it later. There you go. And I'm not 100%, but it's normally not good news when she texts me and says, hey, have you heard what the – 
the answer was so oh yeah. <laughs> she's kind of like the attorney that always yep. likes to tell you no yeah. alex is awesome though i'm not yeah. she's just the messenger on this one i think so i got uh finished with those questions clip you really got us that was a good move by you to that get was good man that's a pro move right there yeah Logan, um, see logan used to instead of asking other questions he'd grant he'd you'd ask him one question he'd spend 20 minutes answering <laughs> it so you couldn't get any other questions in so that's, that's another good yeah move. that's a pro move too um what's your favorite uniform combo that you wear hey gold white pants camos because that means you're going for a sweet yeah absolutely yeah, but right. i do like the gold top gold right. top's my favorite uh i bet you will say you don't have an answer on this one who has the worst walk-up song on the team do you even know uh, the songs? I don't know the walk-up songs, but Josh Mullen's taste in music is horrendous. <laughs> Who has okay. the best walk-up song? Um, Ryder Giles had the best one uh, last year, but he switched on me. So Who's got Power Slide? What is that? Power Slide, that song. I, I don't know. Maybe you could answer that yeah, question. Probably. I like that one, but I forget. Who's um, I don't know who that I, is. I was kind of shocked. Jake Hunter, I kind of noticed his. Um, That's what, one of my favorites. Well, and it's old school. Bad Company yeah. by Bad Company. That's badass when he's warming yeah. up to that. That was going to say, I was going to say, that was one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing because you don't expect that from an 18-year-old this day and age to that be his walk he's kind of got the look too with the scruff I mean, and the hair looks 40 <laughs> yeah he's an old soul uh coach would you uh rather explore space or the deepest parts of the ocean i'm gonna say space because i've had some bad experiences in water and i just um, i'm good like you know what i mean like I, I love the ocean and stuff but it scares me a little bit yeah um so i'm gonna go to space all hmm. right take your chances in the outer space yeah yeah at yeah. least i won't drown i might uh but you may lose oxygen yeah i may lose oxygen which is probably like drowning if you think uh, about it in space if you lose your oxygen yeah. isn't it like drowning it's just dry either i mean either one's pretty scary it would be worse yeah. not yeah. be able to breathe in outer space or drowned yeah i mean this is a dark stuff we can't <laughs> subject all right sorry this is what clip does to us <laughs> what, me see mr negative here didn't believe in you coach and now he's trying to put us on these uh, yeah i saw your tweets too uh so keep not believing in us you know don't yeah you heard of, that should be a new you song you heard of don't stop keep, believing yeah, keep not believing don't start believing yeah. is my That's song right. don't yeah. start believing. we should do a parody song to that i got campbell by four tomorrow <laughs> i mean you should (laughs) (laughs) um let's see anything else on here well i I asked him his favorite shake at cookout oh yeah and this was an interesting answer i'll let what is your favorite shake at i have never had a milkshake from cookout unbelievable maybe he's laughing how is a guy from east north carolina (laughs) never had a shake from cookout well first of all cookout is not that they hadn't been there that long but I, i think it's a north carolina company yeah but I mean, in this area, how about um, that executed hit and run right there? Clip with Ben Newton at first base. I told the team afterwards. I said, "You want to talk about, uh, you know, being super nervous when you put that hit and run on, and Ben <laughs> Newton's at first base. If we don't make contact, he's going to be be out at second base by thirty five feet." So was that the one that the second that was yeah, hit yeah, right to the second yeah, or left to his left? All right, quit trying to change the topic. I'm taking you. If I take you to cookout immediately after this interview, and I'm buying, what shake do you get? I don't even know what my options are. Is what it? milkshake do you like? Like it's endless. Like they got um, every flavor. I would probably every any type of candy you could put in it. I would probably go cookies and cream. Yeah, that's a popular one. If yeah. you could go to a concert, alive or dead, band, musician, all time, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Okay, well, then you were at the Super Bowl, <laughs> but I halftime would, show. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you'd have to give me different genres because country. Um, I actually saw Kenny Chesney live, and it was unbelievable in Nashville. And that oh, was, that'd be a cool place to see him. Too. Yeah, and it was uh, it's like on the Gretchen, turf. Gretchen Wilson, Uncle Cracker, who probably didn't even know Uncle where Cracker. he was. Um, Kenny Chesney, and then Keith Urban came out for an encore. Huh. That's a hell of a show. What about yeah. rock and roll band? Who would have been? Um, wow, I would probably go uh, ACDC. Hmm. All right, good call. Anything else you need to know about me, Clip, today? Um, yeah. What are some of the best ones we've had? Um, you got me in a good mood, so you, if might, you, you can, might, you better go I, ahead and start no, questions. Okay. <laughs> I might never be able to ask <laughs> yeah. these again. Yeah. If you could, you are a sports fan. Yeah. Uh, if you could go to any sporting event, sit front row, what would you choose? Amac got robbed there. I yeah, he did. Um, I don't know if I can. I don't care. I mean, people can hate me if they want to. I would want to see front. I want to sit front row, Cameron indoor, Duke Carolina basketball. Just for the event, the spectacle. The event. I went yeah. my freshman year. One of my buddies uh, was an AU basketball coach in my freshman year of college. He took me to Duke UVA. We had seats right behind the Duke bench. Uh, UVA was good. Had Courtney Alexander. It was when um, uh, Jason Capel. Am I saying that right? Jeff Capel. Jeff Capel um, played at Duke. Like it, it was a great game. The place was electric. Uh, I just that's. And, you know, I'm a basketball fan. My dad yeah. is a high school basketball coach. So, Have you met uh, Coach Schwartz? You talked to him at all? I have not met him in person. He was I've at your game Saturday. I've seen there. him from a distance. Um, I will say top five things I've done sporting event-wise, Little League World Series when, we yeah. went, when Greenville that was, was pretty in cool. it. That was awesome. Yeah. So I've been to a national championship football game, uh, LSU, Ohio State. Um, that was awesome. You but, need to add Kane's playoff home game. I, unfortunately I it doesn't really work out with your schedule but man that's uh that's some electric you've been to stuff. a college world series i've been to a college world series uh but it's way cooler when you're you're coaching in it and right. playing in it so <laughs> all right i remember uh preseason we were there for wasn't necessarily media day because it was on the field it was right before the first right. game so bailey was standing next to me and i remember you going I'm going to be a little nicer to the media this year, a kinder, gentler. I feel like I've been really nice. Hey, I was going to ask you, no, like, do you feel like you've accomplished that goal? I've noticed that there's been times after games you've been salty a little bit and called out some media members at times that maybe deservedly so. Um, (laughs) Do you feel you've accomplished that goal of being a little kinder, gentler? I mean, you guys would have to answer that. I feel like I've done a really good job, especially the way the season was going at the beginning of the year. Mayhew would tell you that he probably thinks i handled myself with more composure than he probably anticipated all right yeah we'll ask he's him not, he's, he's <laughs> nodding his head over there okay we'll ask him <laughs> no you're right the way it's gone although fact, hey he can uh, tell you the story but uh i got really mad at him in my office uh because he wouldn't speed up his delivery and since then he's been really good on the mound so i'm glad he listened to coach knight and myself there you go yeah, so that's the guy coach. he took the coaching yeah and he is one that takes the coaching. Sometimes he's just hard-headed, but he does take the coaching. <laughs> well, well, let's get to those players, I guess, and we'll let Cliff Godwin go. Do you want to stay with, as, as we interview these guys? I mean, I don't know if Mayhew wants me. I'll, I'll, hang, out with, I'll hang out with Mayhew. All right, that's fine. I'll, I'll, sli- I'll, that. yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll slide and uh, let you take over with Cliff. Yeah, if this you got any good. weird questions or good questions. Well, and Mayhew can say whatever he wants to be about me today. How about that? Okay. Oh come on! He's not going to say he's anything not bad do it, while you're okay. sitting right here in front of him. Uh, well, he wouldn't. He if he was going to say anything bad to me, Mayhew's the type of guy he would say it to me. 
right. I yeah. can see that. He's, yeah. yeah. He's that type of guy. All right. Let's get a break in. Troy D., you hanging out? You uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to make sure Mayhew gets in here first. All right. Maybe I'll sit over Good there. And Are you sticking around? I'm going to stick around for Mayhew. All right. I'll, All right I'll, I'll slide seats over and give Mayhew the main chair. We'll have uh, C.J. Mayhew join us and talk about another good weekend start for him as the Pirates swept USF. Got Campbell in Houston this week, then it's off to Clearwater. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. It's make. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio. Radio You're Live. Here it is. To our one. Thank you. Yeah, Chris. I don't know what happened there, but anyway, back to you, Cliff. Thanks, Shirley. Well done. <laughs> Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer here, Troy D, alongside Cliff Godwin, still hanging out in the Pirate Radio studios, and we will now go inside the Delcor Players Lounge and welcome in CJ Mayhew, coming off another good start and another victory for the Pirates as they swept usf over the weekend and uh cj welcome back to the studio how you doing man good how you doing doing great and uh i interviewed trey benton earlier today uh pitching in the guardians organization we're going to air that interview tuesday but uh brought you up cj because trey has gone from he was the starter and he said he went to join the team last year as a starter now he's the closer you've kind of done a reversal of that role uh, bullpen to starter and uh, Trey talked a lot about how East Carolina prepares you for a lot of different things. Gave you some credit on that, Coach. But, CJ, uh, you're firmly in that, that starter's role, although you say you keep a, a closer's relievers mentality out there, right? Yeah, no, nah, I definitely do. Uh, I mean, I think a couple times this inning, I came out of the bullpen and went two or three innings. So, I mean, it's not much different. Which one do you prefer? I like them both. <laughs> Twice the pitch, I guess, yeah. would be the answer. Yeah. Uh, six innings of work, uh, one run, three hits the other night, no earned runs for you. So, uh, I don't know, after going nine, you only going six is kind of a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, uh, it was a little different. I think one of the one of the plays probably that's kind of underlooked, I think it was in the fourth inning, third or fourth inning, uh, I got down 3-0 on a guy and then got back and Starr made a – really good play at second base and kind of like during that at bat i was uh i was kind of getting a little drained almost just from the 3-0 count and then having star make that play kind of like on a kind of brought my energy back up yeah and you were able to go a couple more innings after that cj mayhew joining us another sweep cj and uh also you found out after the game that uh, you were the regular season champion so right after the win uh you're able to see ucf knock off houston and celebrate a uh, regular season title uh, what was that like for you guys no it was uh it was good uh i mean it's always good when you can win the regular season but uh you know we got i guess we got camel tomorrow and then uh i mean just because we won i mean we're gonna we're gonna lay off the gas so. see what i mean coach you don't know if you guys won or lost when we talk to your players <laughs> which is the way you want it probably right yeah absolutely you could complete complete a season sweep of campbell with a win tomorrow if you can get over the hump <laughs> 
Let's see over Troy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you thought about that hard. <laughs> I just slide that one in there like a curveball. Well done. Always a pesky team, uh, those Campbell fighting camels. And uh, Houston coming up this weekend, then it's off to Clearwater. So, uh, CJ, again, what, what's, uh, I don't know, what, what was the chatter after the series this weekend when you talk to your teammates? What's the uh, the talk in the locker room? I mean, all the, all the guys are fired up. Uh, I mean, anytime you can get a get a sweep is really good, especially at home with the crowd we had on Sunday. Uh, I mean, now the guys are, we're just looking forward to tomorrow. Six strikeouts for you on Friday. What was working for you Friday night? <laughs> uh, I mean, just a fastball, really. Uh, change up. I was leaving it up a little bit, and curveball. I didn't really have it, but uh, I was moving the fastball away, and then uh, coming in late, coming inside hard late. At what point do you find out this pitch isn't working tonight? I need to go with this one. Like, is it pretty early on in the game when you you get that feel for it? Uh, I mean, I can feel it the first inning, but uh, coming out there when I throw my warm up pitches, I try to. I mean, you you can gain the feel of the pitch, I guess, as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. We were talking to your coach Cliff Gowan earlier. He said there was a point in the season where he let kind of the the players take the lead in the team meetings. Um, yeah. at, what do you think the difference is between the players leading that meeting versus the coach? Uh, I think it just means more coming from coming from the players. Uh, I mean, Coach Gowan and all the coaches they can they can say the same stuff twenty four seven to the guys and and kind of go one ear one in one ear and out the other. But when you hear it from a, another player, it, it, you kind of take it more to heart and kind of means more to you. Who's leading those meetings most of the time? Uh, ben Newton and Coach Maynard. Speaking of Coach, uh, <laughs> when are we going to see Jake Coach Maynard throw again? Well. Uh, first kind of sign of good things he uh threw um off the mound yesterday very lightly but threw off the mound uh, we actually gave him the week off before from throwing he threw he took six days off just because we were kind of getting to a point where he'd get to that point of getting off the mound and just still didn't feel good and um i think taking those six days off from playing catch at all and just doing stuff with womack and kevin young's here in town and you know he's on an anti-inflammatory now so i think that really helped him and he's supposed to get off the mound again on wednesday and you know we'll go from there um i would say a stretch for him to pitch at all this weekend we're just trying to get him back for the conference tournament coach uh, just looking ahead to tomorrow any chance of rain in the forecast I have not looked at the weather, so uh, I know that there was a hell of a thunderstorm that just came through Greenville. I was a part of that. Yeah. Uh, By the way, that that was just a joke. It's going to be clear in 84 degrees yeah, tomorrow, um, so I just figure I'd get you with a weather Colby, question. Colby uh, Bortles, Daniel Wilkerson, who's a graduate manager, and myself, uh, we actually took the staff to Chico's. We, we do sweep lunches if we sweep. So oh, nice. Mondays. Um, so we did that, and uh, we came back, and the wind was blowing hard. So we went and checked the home plate tarp, and it was. Being it was blown. like a mini hurricane out here. Right yeah, it lunch. was uh, yeah. blowing the tarp off. So uh, all right, so forget the cookout question. Let's go to the Chico's question. What's the shrimp, go-to shrimp tacos every time? One, two, or three? Three. Nicely done, coach. Triple yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coach, one, another thing I was wrong about, second time in my life I was ever wrong, was Saturday. <laughs> I thought you guys should have moved the game up and. Uh, because it was going to rain and it never rained well so did i say, i was you, with clip you, there. you say that but when you go to bed that night it you know i asked joey perry before uh we played on friday and i said hey uh softball's playing the american championship it's a 9 a.m game do you think they'll get it in he goes no absolutely not and then of course you wake up the next morning and he's calling me at 8 30 hey can we move the game up to two and i said 
at 8.30 on the game day? No, we can't move the game up to 2. So, you know, I think the weather report changed overnight some. But when it's that north nor'easter off the coast and it's coming off the coast, I mean, you're flipping a coin. Yeah. You, you really are. And yeah. we were lucky um, that that, um, you know, thunderstorm missed us because it was right on the – I probably rained at my house over in fire time. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, it got I mean, dark, which it cooled did. it off a little bit. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. So a nice day. Dodge the bullet. Yeah. And uh, you're right. The fans were awesome. Uh, Sunday uh, was a great crowd at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And CJ, uh, you get to experience that one more time this year. Uh, last homestand Thursday, Friday, Saturday, by the way, this week. So uh, I know uh, you're, you're ready to pitch in front of the Pirate Faithful again one more time. Yeah, it's uh, it's always fun throwing throwing at home in front of, in front of the crowds we get. But uh, – I mean, I like playing on the road, too. You know, kind of like hearing all the other fans talk crap. So. <laughs> do, do, so, do you hear it? Yeah, yeah, I definitely hear it. You like it? You enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you embrace it. What's right. some of the best stuff you've heard this year? <laughs> uh, Cincinnati was pretty tough. I, I mean, God, there was a guy that blew me out right above our dugout. Yeah, are they guy, talking yeah. about you personally or how you no, play, was, how you look? Like, what is the uh... – The whole team. <laughs> It was more on Coach Gowan, though, the whole game. Yeah, what were they saying about Coach? Uh, I was saying a lot. <laughs> Do you instruct like, the guys not to engage? Do you have to not, tell yeah, them? Yeah, because yeah. I don't engage, and that guy was he was only three cards. So. The guy was right. He was he was right above the dugout. Oh, I thought he was right in what he was saying. No, he's right above the dugout. So yeah. you can't you can't help but hear him. I mean, you run off the field and the right. Guys, you know, so who's more annoying, that guy or the Vanderbilt Whistler? Well, the Vanderbilt Whistler didn't bother me, but yeah. there was a fan above our dugout, too, at Vanderbilt that was oh. doing the same thing that just was crushing me every time I came back in the dugout. Yeah. yeah. I, at times, I really wanted to choke him, but I didn't. <laughs> so I still got my job. <laughs> I, I, the, it, the worst place was uh, Georgia Southern, though. Them, them guys down there, they, they get after. I guess it's hard to tune it out when they're right on top of your dugout. Well, I mean, you know, it's one right, thing if yeah. it's like in yeah. the background, but yeah. when it's that close, and baseball is a sport the fans can yeah. get that close, it's yeah. hard to ignore. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have a lot of patience there, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought, I, I definitely thought Coach was gonna turn around and say something. <laughs> the guy was all, like, the guy was basically in his ear. <laughs> um, care to discuss the most recent time you got tossed because that sure. was an interesting one where yeah. it looked like you weren't that heated and then you got tossed it's amazing yeah what was the uh, hot button that that did it well the thing is that i don't know and that was when after i got thrown out that's why i was so then upset. you got pretty heated no i was very heated and uh glad that wasn't recorded what i said to it's him. a great still picture of that though i've seen um <laughs> No, I just wanted him to get help. So it's a non-reviewable play, which I knew it was a non-reviewable play when JC, we put squeeze on. But no offense, there's been times where there's been non-reviewable plays this year and they've reviewed it. So I just went down and I said, hey, can you review it? No, it's non-reviewable. Okay, no problem. Well, can you ask for help? Nope, can't ask for help. Well, don't we want to get the call right? Oh, I got the call right. Well, my first base coach, Jeff Palumbo, was yelling, it was foul at the very beginning. So I just would like you to get help. And it just went back and forth. And the guy would – and that's when I have a problem is because, look, take your ego out of it for a minute and let's just ask and see. And maybe it's the same. But he wouldn't get help. And, you know, I, I turned around. I was walking away. And I'm sure I said something, but it wasn't enough. Normally, you get a warning and then you shut your mouth, and then you go back in the dugout. But I was turned my back and mm. walking away, and he threw me out. And so that's when I was – because that's the earliest I've ever been thrown out of a game was in the fourth inning. 
Um, so that wasn't to try to get the team fired up. It was by accident. And, yeah, sorry to laugh at it, but it was a moment where you kind of like – you're like, I could either just keep walking and go out, or I could turn around and really get my money's, money's worth. worth and yeah. you decided, option might as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Until the other umpire said, hey, you're about to get suspended for four games. Then I, oh, hey. <laughs> See, See guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's still reasonable, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not a madman yeah. over here. All right. Uh, CJ Mayhew, Cliff Godwin joining us here. Let's uh, Let's get to some of these questions for today. I came up with a few, and we had some uh, some folks on Twitter respond. Uh, CJ, who's mo- what teammates most likely to be on the Bachelor? With all the uh, the females going after their hand in marriage or whatever they do on that show, uh, probably Zach. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah, I said Bryson. Yeah, Zach or Bryson. Yeah, yeah. Bryson's yeah, probably I, got the looks, but does too. Bryson have like the the personality? The personality. He, you don't need the per. They don't no, talk he, to people. That's you know, true. Text yeah. or Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Bryson, point. I need to talk. Yeah. Can he so, work his phone? Yeah, yeah, he works his phone. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we didn't ask Cliff this one. Both of y'all can chime in. What would be your superpower if you could have one? I'd like to fly. All right. Read people's minds. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's going. How do I block that? <laughs> what would yours be, Cliff? Ah, flight was my first thought. Yeah. That'd be that'd be hmm. pretty cool. All right. Uh would you rather explore space or the deepest parts of the ocean? Mm. Probably space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any bad experiences in water like your coach here? Not. All right. Uh, what was your bad experience? You care to discuss? Oh, yeah. Right uh junior senior weekend in high school, uh we went down to Atlantic Beach and I don't know, it's like four couples and we swam out to a sandbar but it you know it got over our head and then mm-hmm. we were trying to come back in and a little scary it was riptide and my girlfriend at the time she's like looks like she's drowning well i was drowning basically too and just like one of those moments where you're was like was this at night no oh, it, it was, was during not. the day thanks troy for going to the dark side i'm just curious <laughs> I didn't like... no it was say the sun was out oh. it's the middle of the day yeah like, hey, this could have been it right yeah but yeah. uh yeah it was scary and we had to float back to the sandbar and then just kind of like you know like to tell to go along the coastline kind of just yeah but it was one of those moments where like I, I felt bad for her because i couldn't save her i couldn't save myself at that time yeah. so but we uh we made it all right so, good yeah. to hear yeah. we're here today um, y'all stay in touch um <laughs> no she's troy she's married she's got kids now so <laughs> what could have been coach? all right uh if you could add one player in baseball history to this year's ecu baseball roster who would it be out of out of ecu no out of any player like that's played baseball major league baseball oh or ecu mm. That's a broad question. You got to. Yeah, specify. I mean, I would, if it's I mean, any player, I'd go with like Otani. All right, Shohei to the <laughs> roster. He can hit and yeah. What about Mike Trout? Yes, yeah. kind of, sort of, almost here. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, a former pirate. I'm gonna go with Alec Burleson, <laughs> <laughs> who could also pitch and hit. Yep. Yeah, and do everything. Yep. Uh CJ, who has the worst walk-up song on the team? This is from Casey from ECU Marketing, who actually hits the button to play the songs. <laughs> Hitting or pitching? But either one. Uh, or one of each. Oh, hitting, uh, I'd say Boyd, C.J. Boyd. Okay, yeah, we heard that one yesterday. Yeah. And then uh, pitching, uh, Wyatt Shankman. We saw him over the weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, really, that was my first time hearing his song, too. What was it? I don't know. It just it wasn't good. Who was Power Slide? <laughs> J.C. 
That's that's pretty good. I like that. Oh one. yeah, that is yeah. a good song. I, like I didn't that. know what it's called. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. that's that's, uh, that's that one of my favorites. I don't know what what is it. I mean, it's kind of a rap song. Yeah, yeah. like kind of. I like the beat to Starling song. I don't know what it yeah, is, I do too. but I like it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got a catchy beat to it. And yeah. Bryson goes Fifty Cent. That's yeah, that's like the, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's the old school one. Yeah. Uh, from CJ right here. If someone gave you the aux cord in the car, what song are you playing first? Uh, uh I don't really got a specific song. I I get in my car and just shuffle shuffle my music that's how i am too right. nothing yeah. specific yeah. specific uh if you had the opportunity to meet any person in history alive or dead who would you choose uh another broad question from cj yeah. there i mean i'd like to meet uh madison bumgarner probably you see him get tossed a yeah. couple weeks yeah. that was pretty <laughs> yeah. intense he, yeah. I wouldn't want to mess with that big guy. mountain boy hey, from North Carolina. <laughs> that dude, yeah, you don't want to grab hold of that dude. That dude's a big. The dude. ump was rubbing his hand. I mean, yeah. that was awkward. It was yeah. very strange. I think the ump, the ump like, uh, do, I get a, do I get to answer the question? Yeah, Michael Jordan. Oh, okay, yeah. I figured you've met him by now. I have not. I've oh. never met him. No. I have met him. Yeah, well, you want to talk you about actually, it? Like, hang out with? I want no, to. I've like, touched him though. Oh, but you shook his hands. So yeah, I don't count that. I would like one Troy. Out. If Troy's in the same building, he <laughs> told me he hung out with Coach K. He was in a <laughs> media. And I got a question. He said they hung out. Well, we we communicated. <laughs> I asked him a question. You, would you like to hear his response? <laughs> nope. Yeah, talk lovely about his Carolina loves no. ECU families. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Uh, Redbeard says, "What's the most useless talent you have?" Mine would be making ECU baseball predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, useless talent. Well, it would not be a talent. So what? Yeah. I, like, I'm awful at golf. Like, terrible. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm on be golf. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have double-jointed thumb. <laughs> Check that out. That's, oh, totally, that's but gross. that's a cool talent. Yeah, I don't that's like that. Totally that's useless. Weird, yeah, I know. Uh, if you guys had a boat, what would you name it? All right, think about that one and let me know. I stumped him on the boat question. CJ, what was your toughest class this past semester? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Did you go to class this semester? Well, I only had one in-person class. So. But, uh, it, I mean, it he was, did good in school. Yeah, yeah, I did good. I, I, I don't think anyone was you really You just tall. aced them all. All right. I mean, probably the toughest was uh, just, the, just the toughest class overall would probably be, uh, I think I took government my freshman year. All right. Coach, uh, what was your toughest? Do you remember? Management science with Ken McLeod in grad school. That sounds tough. 1065 was a doozy for me at ECU. It's a doozy for a lot of our players. I really struggled through that, for real. I crushed that. Did you? Oh, yeah. I'm good at math. Yeah, that's not my strength. Clip, do you remember 1065? Anything math-related. Yeah. Like, all you had to do was just get through it. Like, if you just got a D, I think you get, you know, you're passed, right? If like, you that's didn't all. care what your major was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just saying, it was, that, it was one of those things you got to get through that class to move on. It was just I remember that class. I, I was always good at Spanish, but that last Spanish I had to get was tough, too. Yeah. Barely got through that one. Uh, this comes from Julia and Denny Hoover. Mm. The question is, uh, who is the most superstitious player on the team? Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, probably Zach. All Zach right. or... Uh, or uh, Logish. 
they have different rituals or things they do and yeah logos is just yeah if he's what does agnos do i'd like to know like that doesn't surprise me but what does he do? i think he gets like the same like chipotle or something i was gonna say it's chicken related <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, had, yeah. I had had a vision in the locker room from major league and then he puts like stuff in he his sacrifices hair. the uh, chicken yeah, yeah. yeah. at chipotle vaseline in his hair to lay like, down or something i think it's like curly curly oh curls or something for his guy, hair man <laughs> i'm sure he spends a lot of time in front of the mirror Oh, yeah. uh this is a good one uh which pirate is going to eat the most at an all-you-can-eat buffet uh i'm gonna say star really star <laughs> yeah huh i uh, just by looks i was thinking uh yeah. ben turwilliger could take down a buffet oh, yeah i don't know looks can be deceiving <laughs> he's a big boy yeah coach houston might want in for like an offensive lineman man i loved I, I loved when the dh was used up yesterday and you put in turwilliger and we were all in the press box like ben's gonna hit Ben's going to hit. And he, he got, took his hacks. Well, he, he got into one. Well, you know he hit a double at Cincinnati. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he got into one yesterday in the center. Yeah. All right, finally from Ashley, uh, what's the – okay, you've talked about some bad interactions. What is the best interaction you've had with a person or people on the opposing team? Have you had any fun ones, CJ, that you recall? Uh I mean, not really. We don't. I don't really talk to the guys that much. That is true. You don't kind of go back to them. Yeah. yeah. You can ask Agnos though, because he hey, yeah, talks yeah. people ear off when they get to second base yeah. for the opposing team. When hey. I'm like, hey, can you get to where Coach Palumbo <laughs> wants you to get to? So he'll talk to umpires. He'll talk to players. So he probably knows yeah. every player on every team. I think he's talking to the umps on your behalf. <laughs> like, hey, look, our coach is a good guy. Don't worry he's, about he's what negotiating he says. for you. Yeah. I've told Zach. I can't even tell you how many times I. Every time he comes to Doug, I'm like, "Hey, dude, will you, will you stop talking to the other player?" Or, or even the umpires. Is like, he like, trying to get in their head, or just trying no, to like just chat? Like, oh, he's just the nicest, you know, just nice guy. Hey, welcome to second base. <laughs> My name's Zach. Nice to meet you. I will say his demeanor does flip when he gets on the mound. Yeah, he, yeah. that smile kind of goes away. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk to him about his pitching performance. Well, he did his job. We just didn't make a play defensively. We, uh, that we should have made. Oh, yeah. Could have been a double, double play. play. And Jake Hunter wouldn't have given up an earned run. Mm. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Do you, do you guys uh, – we're watching Sunday's game in here. How much previous film do you watch, Coach? Or? I watch a, a ton of the uh, pitching side, and then Coach Knight watch – and Coach Palumbo watch a ton of the, um, you know, offensive side for the other team and stuff. So – uh, we tagged him at Colby Bortles watches a lot on both sides and so does Heath Blackman our director of player development and they cut up video for me to watch so it's condensed and I can watch the starting pitcher and all the relievers so you know game one of a series is my longest video day because I watch the Friday night starter and then any reliever possible so I have all my notes down and then you know on Saturday you just have to watch one pitcher and Sunday watch one pitcher so. CJ do you watch your starts do you go back and watch them no uh, all right. <laughs> there you go. He lived them. Yeah. Well, he no, saw them the first time. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Uh, good luck this week. Uh, you get to sleep in your own beds for another week. That's good before heading out to Clearwater. So. It's like the first time you've gone into the conference tournament from home. It seems like you always have a long no, we've road had trip. One, we've had like... one before, one other one before. But uh, All right. Where you all just stay on yeah, the road. Yeah, like in Florida and you just stay on the road. It's kind of well, nice. We've done UConn, we've done Cincinnati, we've done UCF, mm. and we've done South Florida last year. This is the first year we've had back-to-back home weekends going into the conference. Yeah. Is that help, helpful, you feel? Well, it's helpful when you play so many games with the road like yeah. we, we have this yeah. year. You know, so definitely helpful. And, uh, 
it's always good to be in front of your home crowd. And I guess y'all will be in Clearwater next Monday? We'll actually fly out Sunday because yeah. we'll practice on Monday. They give you an hour and 15 minutes to practice on that Monday. And if uh, I remember correctly, we'll have an early morning practice because we're the one seed. We'll see it, if Coach will let you talk on the phone with us next Monday. No, I will. Yeah, okay. they can, right. Hey, I've it, let them all year. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate that. And, and speaking of seating, Make Coach. Make sure that they only stay on the uh, beach for an hour or less. That's my, <laughs> that's my biggest uh if you oh, had right. to uh, project and make it like where you'd like to be seated, where you think this team will be seated for the NCAA tournament, where do you see this team finishing uh, up I, at? I, I, Troy, I don't, I don't know. I'll let you guys hey, predict where we're going and all that good stuff. Ask me. I, know, I got the answers. Cliff, I mean, Cliff doesn't even think you'll make the tournament right now. I know. So, Jury's still hey, out. <laughs> I know we've already finished first place, but Cliff's like, they're not going to make the conference. What's our seating going to be, Cliff? I'm unveiling my field of 64 later today. Yeah. We'll Bracketology with Cliff right yeah. there. Bracketology. Right. Coach, thanks for hanging out we got uh Ryder here next if you want to grill him so uh i, I think i need to head back to the office i love Ryder, <laughs> but uh i've been here an hour i love you guys yeah i know hey. this is the longest you've yeah. ever been here we're gonna have to have an nil deal with coach if he stays any longer <laughs> cj appreciate it man oh, good man. luck uh this week and uh we'll talk to you uh via phone hopefully next monday all right thank you yeah thank you sir there's cj mayu cliff godwin as well appreciate thank it coach yeah thank you guys take a time out when we return Ryder giles joins us Got some questions with him. We'll talk some baseball, some golf. He was terrible at giving me PGA, uh, let's see, what was it, uh, Masters winners. Maybe I'll give him one more shot, see if he has a PGA champion for me uh, coming up later this week. HV3 will be playing coming up on Thursday. We'll talk Pirate Baseball with Ryder Giles when we return after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to prl here is clip brock all righty back with you here pirate radio live inside the delcor players lounge it is heating up so if you need help with your ac unit uh, you can give delcor a call delcorinc.com and uh, they are the service professionals they will hook you right on up joining us in the pirate radio studios east carolina starter uh, you've seen him, of course, in his career at shortstop as well. Ryder Giles joining us today after a sweep over USF. Ryder, welcome in, and uh, congrats on uh, another winning weekend for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ten in a row now. Yeah, ten in a row. Do you, like, I don't know, you got something in the clubhouse you're marking after all these wins? <laughs> or do you guys even keep up with, hey, let's keep the streak going? Or? Not really. Um, uh, I guess we could do something cool like that but no nah, I, I would yeah I wouldn't. We, we really don't even i didn't know it was 10 i mean i know we had won a lot of games in a row i didn't know it was 10 though 
10 in a row. I feel like I give you new information every week. Like, hey, hey your just, RPI is this. Yeah. and You're just dropping knowledge on me every week. And I kind of feel bad about it because you're supposed to ignore most of the stuff I talk about. Right. So hopefully I say it and you just like disregard it. Yeah, well, I feel smarter when I leave here after talking. <laughs> yeah, right. <about> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Ryder Giles joining us. How cool was it to celebrate a uh, regular season title after the win yesterday? It was awesome. Um you know anytime you can win a uh, championship it's not something that you want to take for granted and um you know it's just a, a true testament to the to the guys in the locker room and um on the team because um you know i think a lot of people kind of counted us out early and um you know we just uh you know kept believing in in one another and then you know it's it's crazy how how soon things can turn around and um you know we're trying to keep that going you guys are rolling right now uh just saw ben newton hit a ground rule double from yesterday's game cliff godwin gave him a lot of credit and and he's a guy that i haven't talked about enough probably uh, uh this season but how does he and and we see him offensively there how does he help you and uh the other pitchers on the staff because that's important right that catcher yeah. pitcher relationship <clears throat> well yeah he, uh, he's like 35 i think he's got two kids and a mortgage um so he's had a lot of experience and um a lot of knowledge back there so um you know, anytime, uh, anytime you got a lot of experience behind the plate, that's uh, it's definitely something that makes you feel good as a pitcher. And once again, just uh, another one of those guys that <laughs> y- you have different heroes every every night. It seems, and that's mm-hmm. the sign of a good team where yeah. you don't know who it's going to be offensively. You don't know what pitcher is going to come in and, and give you three when you really weren't expecting it. But right. that's uh, that's what's going on for you guys right now. Yeah, it's just I mean. It's kind of fun. It's it's fun to watch, um, just because, like you said, you don't know who it's going to be, and um, you know, there's so many guys that that it could be on any given day, and it's um, it's just it's fun to be in that, that dugout right now. Uh, Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder uh, USF scored three runs on Saturday, mm-hmm. and once again, you, you got them out of the way early. <laughs> I know that's not the uh, the plan for you, but how about uh, your performance on Saturday? What uh, went right? What went wrong for you? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I made a lot of good pitches. Um, you know, the just some bad luck, and um, you know, some calls didn't go my way. But um, you know, I, I thought I made a lot of good pitches, and um, you know, I guess if if we're gonna score three runs, and or they're gonna score three runs, and that be it for the game, I, I don't have any any trouble giving them up and getting them out of the way. And um, <clears throat> you know, the guys behind me did a great job picking me up, and. Uh, throwing up eight zeros in a row so that's that was really impressive um you know and it's a lot of confidence it gives the offense confidence and um you know it was just it was just a next man up thing for the pitching staff um all day especially whenever you only go like two and a third i think it was so it was uh good outing from trey savage carter spivey gets the win going three innings of scoreless work Mm -hmm. josh gross and then gotta be honest uh was not familiar with Wyatt Lunsford Shankman until yeah. the ninth inning the other day. Who's yeah. that young pitcher? He um he is yeah, he's a young pitcher. He's gonna I think he's gonna be really good in his career. Um he's kinda coming into uh into his I guess role you could say. Um he's starting to get a, m- a little more confidence to himself and he's got really good stuff and um I mean it was it was cool to see him go out there and throw up a scoreless inning to uh in the game, and I think he's going to pitch a lot of uh, meaningful baseball for the Pirates in his career. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, I saw during a uh, mound visit on Saturday, I believe from Austin Knight, because I think you stayed in the game, but you were kind of 
walking around the mound a little bit you seem very cool calm level-headed do you ever does it, you ever get in your own head out there or are you able to kind of remain calm throughout yeah I, I wouldn't say get in my own head i was definitely frustrated yeah. um you know just with things that had kind of happened and um you know I've, I don't. I probably didn't do a great job of hiding my frustration, but um, no, nah, I, I try not to. Um, you know, I, I think the harder you make the game um, on yourself, it's just going to eat you up. So um, if you can, if you can stay away from that, it's uh, it's not going to be easy, but definitely easier than you know you, you beating yourself down. You got Campbell coming up Tuesday, and then the uh, season regular season finale against Houston Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then it's off to Clearwater. Do those games, when you're in that format, uh, because you've been around a while now, do those do those feel any different than a regular season game when you get in that conference tournament format? Um, I wouldn't say they've. I mean, definitely different. Um, I wouldn't say the games themselves feel any different, but just kind of like you said, the format of it. You know, you play one day, <clears throat> you lose. You play the next day, you win. You have a day off um get so out of your routine i guess a little right bit. yeah it's it's kind of interesting to see how it plays out and um you know in, in my career we haven't been great in the conference tournament so we've uh we've been playing back-to-back days so um you know obviously you want to go down there and win the first one and then have that day off kind of rest your pitchers and um you know because re- it's hot and you're out there on your feet for four hours um you know guys get tired so when you win that first one it's a big uh big plus and i haven't done that in my my career here so yeah hopefully uh hopefully we can change that this year i'll do the research again this year but i i think there it might be a coincidence it might not be but it seems like the pirates have gone further and played better in regionals the earlier they lose in the conference tournament and i don't know if there's yeah. something to that or not but uh, it seems like that's been the case uh, because, I mean, that is a, a lot of baseball on you guys. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, going back to my senior year in high school, we won the uh, – or they won the, the conference tournament and then I think lost the regional here. And then my freshman year, we did not do good in the conference tournament and then obviously won the regional. So maybe there's something about, uh, you know, getting home and getting off your feet a little bit. But, I mean, obviously you want to win. As of uh, right now, Ryder, do you uh, you got to feel pretty good? Do you follow? Like, are we an at large? Are we a two three seed, a three seed? Do you you guys talk about that? Uh, no, we <laughs> try to stay away from all that stuff. Um, I think that's something um, you know. Maybe a lot of guys thought about early in the year, and um, you know, obviously, whenever uh, you're right at five hundred almost 30 games through you kind of got to just put your head down and yeah. go to work and uh kind of forget about all that stuff and um you know just taking one game at a time and uh you know hopefully good things good things come out and um you know we've put ourselves in a good uh situation for that and um but you know we got four four big games to finish it up Ryder giles joining us Ryder. uh i tell you what i got some questions for you but also uh redemption time for you today okay who uh you're a golf guy so uh who are your pga championship picks who's gonna do well this weekend all right I got, i've got two for you i got uh brooks kepka okay he's a pga uh he's kind of a guy that like when there's a major right he's, especially the pga he's yeah. on okay yeah it'd be like um brooks kepka well i don't want to make that comparison uh all right so we'll go brooks kepka and then jordan spieth is my other one okay for you I see you're going with 
bigger names this time around. Yeah. You kind of went with some long shots for the right. Masters that burned you. Right. Yeah. So my thought process here is, uh, you know, Brooks Kepka, obviously in a major, he's just, he finds a different gear. And then Jordan Spieth, um, he's been playing really well and um you know he's he's won a lot of big golf tournaments in his career and he's uh he's he's turning his game around the last last year and a half so i'd like to see him win a major again looking at the uh facebook live feed johnny didn't he have some he had some wild stats for us last week he says Ryder, bryson and Hoove are the only pirates to have a career at bat against houston Ryder and Cooch are the only Pirates to ever throw a pitch against Houston. Wow. Last week he said you guys had played Memphis like 14 times since you last – no, no, Cincinnati since you last played Houston. That's because true, yeah, because we got canceled last you year. You guys went said, there. I forgot about that. And didn't play any games, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we scrimmaged ourselves. <laughs> you played we each other. We had scrimmage at Houston. Yeah, that was interesting. The purple gold. So you guys yeah. did come home with a win, I guess, and yeah. a loss. Yeah, the Pirates won and the Pirates lost. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hadn't seen the Cougars in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Do you um, remember uh, pitching against Houston? I do. I do. Yeah, that was How'd my freshman go? year. Um, I came in, I believe it was the 7th or the 8th, and got a strikeout to end the inning. And nice. Then, yeah, and then I was done. All right. So. Your day's over. Yeah, yeah, good work. Good job. Uh, all right, let's get to some questions. I came up with a few. Uh, which uh which pirate is which one of your teammates is most likely to be on the bachelor most likely to be on the bachelor i guess you could take this different ways so cliff godwin said bryson because he's he's got the look for it right cj's first thought was zach because he certainly has the personality and the right. likes the camera right so like well, you could take this a number of different ways yeah, I was thinking Zach. I was also thinking maybe Josh Gross. He's got a big personality. He okay. would be really funny on there. Um, yeah, I would say Zach or Gross, and hopefully their girlfriends don't get too mad at me for saying that. <laughs> All right, what uh, would be your superpower if you could choose one? I would. I think it'd be cool to. Uh, I think it'd be cool to fly. I'd yeah, say fly. That's probably the most generic one, isn't it? That yeah, but. That's because it would be awesome. Yeah, I think it would be sick. You could, like, your dad could be flying, and you could go fly right beside him. Right. Just, just drop right in on the windshield. Can man. I hold 20 bucks? Right. Um, would you rather explore space or the deepest parts of the ocean? I'd say the ocean. The ocean fascinates me. A little, uh... Just knowing that there's all that. fun fact about me. I love, I love the ocean. <laughs> Folks, that was a Ryder Giles fun fact. Yeah. So just all that life that's that's under there and it's yeah. like prehistoric monsters, basically. That's yeah, I, mean, I would have to take Bryson with me just in case, you know, something goes wrong. He's your bouncer he's, or whatever? Yeah, he's, the my, muscle. he's my personal bouncer. All right, cool. Um, you know, what is your favorite uniform combo? Um, We were talking uh, some uniform off the air a moment ago yeah about cleats yeah i noticed zach was wearing purple cleats somehow <laughs> when i go out there live i don't notice that right what color cleats do you wear um i either wear i wear the purple or the white ones okay i go purple or white depending on the the jersey top what uh, uh so what's your if you could make the uniform combo what would right you pick? i would go see we don't we don't i think we've worn it maybe one time in my career but it's the black jersey with the white pants mm. and the camo hat okay 
I think that is. I think the black jersey and the white pants look really good. That's a good look. Yeah. All right. Uh, who has this? Is from Casey, the uh, marketing guy uh, that hits the walk up songs, okay. hits the button. That's who has a big the job. Who has the worst walk up song? <laughs> um. Who did CJ say? Um. CJ oh, yeah. Boyd. Yeah. Um CJ Boyd I don't think his is terrible. It probably probably I mean it definitely doesn't fit Mayhew's uh <laughs> music taste. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I feel like a lot of people either love Starlings or hates it. I actually said I like the I don't know what the song is, right. but I love the beat to it. Right. See I kinda like it, but I, I've I've heard a lot of people say they don't like it. Hmm. Um that's probably the the one I hear the most that people don't like. But, in fact, um, CJ, weren't you trying to figure out the name of that song in the press box? Did you ever get the name of it? Yes, it's called Still Think About You by A Boogie Wood the Hoodie. <laughs> that makes me like it less, but I still like the beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think the walk-up songs are, uh, I mean, it's hard to mess up a walk-up song. What's Barini's? That one gets everybody going. Uh, I think it's the show goes on. That's a that's a pretty um, pretty common one. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a yeah. It's a classic one. All right. Uh, this is from CJ. If someone gave you the aux in the car, what song are you playing first? Hmm. I would. I see. I'd probably go with. Uh, I'd probably go with some George Strait. Okay. Let's go old old yeah. school with it. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with. I mean, any George Strait, you can't go wrong with that. I'm not a huge country guy, um, but George Strait, and boy, this is but like he's uh, give it away. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I do like that song a lot. Yeah. It's kind of a, a classic. If you're, I feel like that was saying a lot at uh, karaoke when I would be out the, at the bars years yeah. ago. Uh, if you had the opportunity to meet any person in history, alive or dead, who would you choose? Harambe. <laughs> All right prayers for what is justice for her <laughs> all right good answer was that cincinnati zoo that was yeah did you go to like the memorial when you were in cincinnati <laughs> no i should have um this is going to sound kind of creepy and morbid but okay, um good. my grandfather who's passed away was in my dream last night oh wow and he is um responsible for me being a braves fan okay um for the most part and in the dream last night we were talking about this current braves team and he said we need moises alu who hasn't played major league baseball in probably 15 years but grandpa it was great to see you in the dream and uh hope to see hey let's hang out again tonight let's talk more baseball there you go so uh yeah i would hang out with my grandpa and talk about moises alu if i could that's awesome all right let's um yeah, you got any uh, dreams to discuss while we're on the topic? How do you feel about dreams? You ever talk to folks in there? Yeah, I do, and it's, they're pretty interesting. I wake up, I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> it is really strange. <laughs> to uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, I should do that. Do you have a useless talent? Useless talent. Uh, like what? What would that I don't know. consist of? I feel like I'm good at throwing things into things paper into trash cans like shirts into the laundry basket okay i, I don't know that I, that's just something that i thought of um 
I'm good. I worked at a uh, gas station my senior year of high school and like some into college, and I'm really good at addition and subtraction <laughs> if it's between one and 100 okay. because I had to give change. Yeah. So immediately, if like. It's 71 minus 24. Well, that's not what I was going for there, but that uh, would be 47. Sounds good to me. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I'm giving you some examples here. Okay. Uh, I would say picking up pine cones. I, I'm a pretty efficient <laughs> pine cone picker upper. All right. Where do you have to do this at? At home when I go home in the summer. Okay. Do you have a method or is it all hands? or? Um, well, it depends. Like, you kind of got to go out and evaluate them at first. Because, like, if there's sometimes they're, like, extra spiky. Yeah. So then you got, you know, you can either throw some gloves on or you can get the, uh, like, the tool. That's that what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Pooper scooper type yeah. thing. And the, but then sometimes you can use the, the sweeper, you know, put it on the back of the mower. Yeah. And sweep them That's up. what I was getting to, yeah. Right. So, uh, all right. You're a good pine cone picker-upper. Yes. Um, Redbeard. That was from Redbeard. He also asked, if you had a boat, what would you name it? Boat. Um, if I had a boat, what would I name it? Um, nobody's a- could wow. answer this one yet. This one is the toughest question we've ever had, ever asked to anyone ever. I'll skip it. Okay. This comes from Julia and Denny Hoover. Oh wow, good people here. Uh, who is the most superstitious on the team? Um. Well, see. Okay, last year's team that would be easy. I would say Norby. Really? Um, yeah, he would. I mean, you, if you go back and look at his um, accessory combinations, they're endless. If he didn't get, if he doesn't get four hits, he'll switch the sleeve. Jeez. He'll switch the arm that he wears the sleeve on, or he'll wear tape on a different wrist, or he'll do a different design with his eye black. He was a big eye black guy. Huge. Eye. He'd wear it whenever it was you know thirty five degrees and clouds, and it was. He would say that it was, you know, it held it helped him play, but sure. Uh, um, I don't know. I heard CJ say Zach, so I'd probably say Zach. All right. Uh, which pirate is going to eat the most at an all-you-can-eat buffet? JC. Okay. JC can put some food down. He needs to. He's a thin, yeah, it's, thin it's, fella. Yeah, you should see his Chick Fil A order. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Former pirate uh, tight end Bryce Williams joined us, and he just had that frame where he just could never gain weight. And he'd say he'd like wake up at night, like they'd set an alarm to wake up and eat peanut butter <laughs> just to try to add weight on him. But JC is a very thin dude yeah. to be eating all that food. Yeah, he he really throws it down. All right, uh, this is from Ashley. What is the best? See, you're you're kind of instructed not to talk to other people uh other teams players and stuff but like have you had a good interaction with a person or uh, people on the opposing team um this would be good for zach because i understand he talks to everybody zach how about yourself zach talks to everybody i mean i i would talk to people a little bit in the field um because like freddie freeman at first talks to everybody how about yeah if you're at short if a guy gets on second right what's up dude or yeah sort of you kind of got to be careful you know coaches will get mad at you if you're not you know paying attention and um i only have one ear that works so i really gotta like kind of lock in on them for a little bit is that another Ryder giles yeah another another fun fact i can't hear out of my right ear wow yeah okay is that since birth? Uh, just... About 10 years old. 
Oh man. Yeah. Okay. About ten. But um, yeah. I mean, nothing like crazy. The uh, the Cincinnati guys were pretty cool. They're a good time. Um, Harambe dudes. Harambe. Yeah. I mean, they just it makes sense. <laughs> All right. There's the uh, Q and A. I've been wanting to ask you this one for a while. I forget, and I think about it every like Tuesday. So. Have you considered not to tell you how to do your job, Ryder? Okay. <laughs> Have you considered? It's definitely going to tell me how to do our job. Don't you love unsolicited advice on what you do? Is this like no offense and then you just... Not, I said no offense. Right. Uh, have you considered adding a knuckleball to the repertoire? I Yes, I have. Okay. It, it's still a work in progress. So it, you're you're working on it, maybe. Trying to, yeah. Hoover's got a really good one. Okay. It, you know, if he, but yeah. Well, what's the? Uh, is it just tough to control or tough to? Well, from, make it so it's tough to hit. Like yeah, like from my arm side, it's kind of hard to. All right. It's kind of hard to throw it from there. You kind of got to throw it like soft. But from down there, it's kind of hard to. All right. Kind of hard to do. Just something I've been thinking about. Yeah. And it'd be cool to have a pirate. If I ever do it, I'll point up to you in the press box and say, <laughs> Yeah, after you give up a home run, right. okay. point to me, give me the finger. That was for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, just something to think about. Yeah. We need we need more knuckleballers. Knuckle I agree. In society. I agree. In general. Yeah. Everybody wants to throw 100. Right. Let's throw some nucks. Yeah, that's overrated. All right, Ryder. Good luck, man. Uh, you guys will be in Clearwater next Monday. So uh, hopefully we can catch up with you for a few minutes on the phone. Yeah, we'll try that. Sounds good. But uh, good luck uh, closing out the regular season and uh, next week in the conference tournament. All right, man. Thank you. Enjoyed it as always. Go uh, Kepka and Spieth That's this right. week. All right, let's take a time out. When we return, we'll talk to Bryson World, Pirates center fielder. Went big fly on Saturday. Had another good weekend. We'll talk about it when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and uh, large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Give them a call today at 919-291-5532, or you can visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, back with you inside the uh, Players' Lounge, presented by Delcor. Delcor has been the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for over five decades. When it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing repair, Rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. And joining us now, East Carolina center fielder Bryson World coming off a good weekend. Had a couple hits, including a home run on Saturday. And uh, got that average sitting uh, right around 300, which I'm, I'm old and I still think average is important and nobody else does anymore i know i've asked you this bryson what numbers uh if any do you look at as far as how you're doing um 
I think the biggest thing we look at is quad percentage as far as team-wise. I mean, yeah, you have – when you go up there to hit, you have your average and your home runs and RBIs right there on the board for you. But um, as far as what our team looks at the most, we kind of look at our quad percentage. You did say uh, a nice personal goal for you this year would be 15 home runs, and you are at 11 now? Yeah, 11. So uh, still a lot of games left yeah. for you to get to that number. And uh, you got four left in the regular season. Campbell coming up and then Houston, then it's off to Clearwater for the AAC tournament. But another sweep for you guys, uh, Bryson. So uh, what went right for, for you and the team this weekend? Um, I think like a lot of things went right. Um, uh, we pitched the ball well. We hit the ball well. Um, pitched when it mattered. Uh, we played defense well. Um, got to give credit to our pitching, man. Um, I think they've kept us in a lot of games this year, like especially earlier in the year, um, why our offense wasn't as good as it could have been. And, again, this weekend, starting pitching, um, pretty much every day was basically kept us in the game. Uh, Mayhew on Friday, Ryder Saturday, um, Jay Connor with a great start yesterday to keep us in the game. And you're playing in a lot of games now that these pitchers are going extended innings without giving up a hit. Of course, we had the nine innings uh, uh, against... Where were you? Memphis. Memphis, yeah. yeah thank you. I uh, went blank for a minute. This, <laughs> I was watching Lane Hoover crash into the wall Sick and got catch. distracted. Um and then, but the week before that, CJ had four perfect innings uh, here at home. Uh, yesterday, Jake Hunter has five, four or five no-hit innings. So, uh, again, you're seeing some extended starts here, which is uh, great for this team uh, that where they can save the bullpen. Now, in games where you need the bullpen, Carter Spivey's coming in, yep. throwing three innings. So, you're getting a little bit of everything right now in the uh, pitching department. Yeah, I think it's really important, too, because our bullpen is so good. Um, and we've thrown, we have thrown those guys a lot this year. And for those starters to go, those extra innings and rest those bullpen guys, um, especially like on Friday, we, I think we just used two pitchers. Um, Saturday was more of a bullpen day. And then yesterday, when we didn't use that many guys. So it's definitely good this time of the year to save some of those innings. Just saw Hoof's catch off the wall. You were there to uh, pick up his hat and ask uh, <laughs> what, what, what was said, if anything, after that uh, catch yesterday. I think the first thing I asked him was like, you good? You good? He looked at me and goes, he just looked at me, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> a nice bang against that wall. No, that was an awesome catch. I mean, that was definitely a little like momentum switch for us there. That was awesome. Uh, Bryson World joining us as he just makes a catch in center field as the Pirates sweep USF. And then, Bryson, you find out not long after that game, we were monitoring it in the press box because if it went final um, before your game ended, if UCF did knock off Houston and then you guys were to win, we were going to announce and I think there was going to be a little bit of a celebration there that you guys were the regular season champs. Uh, But you took care of business so fast. Uh, it turned out that UCF won after that. So where were you uh, when you, you found out that you were regular season champions? Uh, I think Ben and I were in the line to get lunch after the game, or lunch slash dinner after the game, and then we were watching it, and then we won, and we kind of like yelled there for a second. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> so uh, championship once again for uh, for Bryson Worrell and the Pirates as they are regular season champions, and that's great to go in the last week knowing that, but still work to do, right, to yeah. uh, to improve the national profile and uh to stack up some more wins you're getting closer and closer to that 40 mark which yeah. is a, a big deal yeah i mean this is the time of the year you want to play your best baseball and i think right now we are i mean we've got that winning streak going on uh knock knock on wood but i mean we're playing our best baseball right now and going into postseason and um, that's where you want to be how about you uh personally bryson uh how are you feeling at the plate right now day to day i feel good i mean i'm not trying to go up there and do too much i'm kind of just let the letting the game come to me and um yeah i think it's really helped me um at the play so far the dinger you hit this weekend uh <coughs> what was that what pitch was thrown on that one 
two strike fastball up and in. Um, I was sitting fastball the other way, and he threw me one up and in, and I kind of just threw my hands at it. And luckily, the the wind was blowing out probably ten to fifteen mile an hour, so I think it, I think that helped me a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think I got a little lucky there. Two strike home runs. Uh, that's got to make you feel good, right? Yeah, it does for sure. Bryson World joining us. Uh, Bryson, we'll get to uh, some of these questions. You guys, uh, Cliff Godwin, I think he said it just because it was on TV. He said his favorite uniform combo was the gold jersey, uh, white pants, camo hat. And Mm -hmm. the camo hat means you're going for a sweep, so he definitely likes those jerseys. Uh, What's your favorite uniform combo that you guys wear? Uh, I do like the gold jerseys. I think the gold jerseys are my favorite. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to go with that same combo, with the camo hat, the gold jerseys, and the, the white pants. All right. And I did notice, I don't know why I did, I've never noticed it live, but I saw it on TV, that Zach and I think Terwilliger was wearing them too, the purple cleats. Mm-hmm. Uh, what color cleats do you wear? Yeah, I wear the purple ones as well. You wear the purple? Yeah, yeah. I, have, I had some white ones the first half of the season, and they kind of got old on me, so I had to switch out to the purple ones. And they're working for you now, so stick with it. <laughs> uh, you were actually the answer uh, to this question by um, – by Coach Godwin earlier in the show. Uh, which one of your teammates is most likely to be on The Bachelor? <laughs> that's, that's actually funny that he said to me. Um, I'd have to go with Zach. Yeah, that loves the camera. Yeah, right? he does. And the ladies, I'm assuming, too. Uh, Bryson, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, I think the ability to fly. Yeah. That's been the common yeah, that's, answer. That's, that's a pretty sweet power. I mean, you can already run fast, hit a ball far, throw a ball far, <laughs> so you've already got a few. Uh, but, okay, flight would be your answer. Uh, would you rather explore space or the deepest parts of the ocean? I got to go with space. Okay. I feel like there's just so much out there that we just really, truly don't know about that. If you could go to deep space, that'd be pretty sweet. Kind of mind-blowing stuff it, out there. It is mind-blowing for sure. I would like to see the Earth as the, uh, the big green-blue ball that yeah. it is. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, and kind of like Coach Godwin, I'm, I'm a little scared of the water, like what's underneath there. <laughs> There's no telling. There's like dinosaurs and stuff <laughs> down there. Um, if you could add one player in baseball history, not just you can go ECU or just Major League Baseball, right. to this current Pirate roster to help you out the rest of the way, who would you add? Um, I got to go with Barry Bonds. All right. He would be pretty good. You might move Prime. down in the order of spot. <laughs> I probably would, but I would, I'd be glad to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, he'd get, he would never get pitched to. He'd get walked every time. I'm sure he would. Uh, but that would be a duck on the pond for you to knock yeah. in, get that RBI number up. All right. Uh, this from Casey from ECU Marketing. The answer is definitely not you because you have a fan favorite walk-up song, but who has the worst walk-up song? The worst. Um I really don't know. Uh, I know I heard writers say that some people some people, have, uh, some people don't really like Starlings, but I, I like Stars. I like that beat, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, Before he changed it, I did not like Moylan's. Uh, yeah, I, I was actually going to say Moylan's earlier in the year. That's, yeah. That was my, my initial thought was the one that Moylan had earlier in the year. It's a little too, like, lovey for me. I don't know. It's uh, Maybe maybe Carter's too, just because he's got the, yeah, the Hispanic music. Now, that nothing, is nothing a— the Hispanic music. I just don't think it fits— <laughs> it doesn't fit anything. Him as a person. It is the most random thing ever. <laughs> and I think a lot of, I know a lot of kids like it. I saw a video online of, uh, it was like a local little league where they brought their own walk up songs. Uh-huh. And this kid had the, ba bum bee So anyway, uh, he seems like an interesting guy. No, he is. He's a great guy. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, our own CJ Schaefer. 
if someone gave you the aux cord in the car what song are you playing first right now um probably not a specific song but i probably play like some edm music okay i mean i don't really have like a favorite type i listen to every kind of music but if I'm so just... what is that like like beat like no not, you... nothing hardcore like maybe like the chain smokers oh okay 10-4 i know uh, not really like edm but all right sim- similar you crazy kids uh if you had the opportunity to meet any person in history alive or dead who would you choose to meet Ooh, that's a tough uh, one. that's a tough one any person alive or dead um i feel like i have to go like some an older u.s president or something maybe like george washington yeah i, mean, I, just, I have no i really have no clue all right that'd be, a that'd be good, an interesting conversation yeah, it, would, it would be <laughs> uh let's see what this is a tough one too Ryder giles answer to this was picking up cones uh-huh. what would be your most useless talent a useless talent what kind of like what kind of cones <laughs> he said oh uh, pine cones oh, pine Sorry. cones yeah. pine cones um a useless he said he was good at it i think like the the water bottle flip oh pretty, okay pretty good at those yeah i feel like it's pretty useless all right <laughs> do you guys have any useless talents <laughs> no that was good because mine would have been like throwing paper in the trash can like i feel like i got a pretty good it's like a little basketball shot yeah throwing uh clothes into the hamper throwing something into something else pretty it's good it's accurate yeah uh a long snap that's about it <laughs> turned out to be useless because they didn't let you on the football team nope yeah <laughs> but you should see this guy you should see uh his videos of him long snapping it's, it's impressive, impressive stuff yeah Shirley, you got any good useless talents? The only one I can think of is I can remember random 80s obscure songs for no apparent reason. <laughs> so I used my talents for sports trivia to come up with questions, but like when it, like knowing where a player went to college, if I could win like Sports Jeopardy and win money, it wouldn't be useless. But I guess it is useless now that I know all this sports trivia and can't really do much with it. <laughs> I, I guess you could say I, I have useless pop culture knowledge. Yeah. Like the Halloween, the Michael Myers mask. The original mask was actually a William Shatner mask that was spray painted white. <laughs> See, that, that is useless information. Yeah, but, but for some reason it's stuck in my head. But that's, <laughs> you know, I absorb random useless information and I don't know all right uh if now nobody's been able to answer this question bryson you could be the first if you had a boat what would you name it a boat all right it's got to be something like a pirate theme um oh man um (laughs) this has been the toughest question of the day i feel like it has to be something like pirate themed though yeah it's just too easy to put like it'd be easy to put a pirate um i don't know it would require more thought yeah you got this is a, a tough decision and we, we need more thought on this one uh what was your toughest class this past semester uh or, or how about since you've been at east carolina since i've been at east you, carolina yeah um nutritional biochemistry whoa all right yeah that was my hardest one it just sounds tough <laughs> um by the way fans we got to get better as a fan base on catching foul balls don't get out of the way catch it i hate when i'm out there and i just hear that dong when it hits the bleachers let's catch a ball all right um this question comes from julia and denny hoover okay 
Uh, two questions. Who is the most superstitious on the team? Um, Zach. Okay. Zach, Zach for sure. That has been a, a popular answer. If he, if he gets a few hits with a bat, then he's going to keep using that until he does a hit with it. <laughs> Are you uh, – you don't subscribe to any of that stuff? Uh, no, nah, not really. All right. I mean, if I'm hot like, – like I just said, if I use that example, if I'm hot with a bat, then I'll use it, but yeah. – all right, and uh, I like this question too. Which pirate is going to eat the most at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Um, surprising answer here, maybe C.J. Boyd. Okay, I think uh, I think he can eat a lot. They've all been surprising to me because C.J. Mayhew said Starling. Uh-huh. Um, Ryder said Jacob Jenkins Cowart, who is a very slim, trim yeah. guy. No, he, he can eat too, but he can put it down. And you're going C.J. Boyd. Yeah. All right. And uh, finally, from Ashley, uh, now you're out in center field, so you don't get to talk to the opposing team much, but mm-hmm. I guess you can talk to fans. Uh, have you? Had, what's the best interaction you've had with a person or people on the opposing team? Uh, maybe this year at Central Florida, they had like they have like a little like party deck kind of area out in right center, and they had some some fans out there that I would talk to um, pretty much all three days. But um, yeah, it was pretty interesting out there um, dealing with them. Were they like cool to you? Or? Yeah. Okay. At first, you know, like the first few innings on Friday night, they probably they heckle you a little bit, but then once you start talking to them a little bit, they <laughs> they'll settle down. Yeah, they settle down. Yeah, good deal. Good stuff, Bryson. I uh, got Campbell coming up on Tuesday, Houston Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then it's off to Clearwater. So you won't be here next Monday, but we'll see if we can catch up with you on the phone and uh, recap the Houston series and also uh, preview the AAC tournament next yeah, week. Sounds good. Keep up the great work, man. All right, thank you. Bryson World joining us. Let's take a time out. We'll wrap up hour number two. Zach Agnos said to join us at five o'clock. Also, Brian Bailey going to talk some sports as uh, we have talked all ECU baseball to this point in the show. We'll uh, talk about what's going on. The Hurricanes will play game one of round two coming up on Wednesday. You got the NBA semifinal set, so did on some of those topics when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Our breaks are off today. Big time. Oh yeah. We'll just have to deal with it. Uh, we are inside the Delcor Players Lounge uh, presented by Delcor. Call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. Uh, when it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing repair, they are the service professionals. All right, we're going to talk uh, Pirate Baseball with Zach Agnos. He's also got a bone to pick with me. We'll, we'll get all that out there. Uh, we'll do a quick segment here because I want to touch on uh, some things going on other than ECU baseball. 
CJ, uh, the Boston Celtics advance. Uh, they take on the Miami Heat. The Heat are very slight favorites in game one coming up on Tuesday night. Uh, scale of one to ten, what is your confidence level for Boston to advance the NBA Finals? Dramatic pause. <laughs> big dramatic pause. Um, honestly, like an eight to a nine. Wow. I That's think, a big number. I think this Bucks team was better than the Heat. I think it didn't matter who won this series. They were beating the Heat. Uh, the only only thing I'm interested to see is if Boston comes out sluggish from a very physical Long game. series, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have heard that the Heat are the most disrespected one seed of all time. But that's really because you had like four one seeds between Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Miami, right? Right. This is the strongest the Eastern Conference has been in a long time. Yeah. Um, and Miami, I think, just so happened to stumble, not stumble into the one seed. I mean, they definitely earned it, but there were a lot of factors that led to it. And like you said, there were four very strong teams in the Eastern Conference that had a reasonable shout to be the top seed for the playoffs. Uh, while you're here, what in the world happened to the Suns last night? Um, Chris Paul is officially on the worst contract in the history of basketball. That was One, awful. One twenty-three to ninety. It was fifty-seven to twenty-seven at halftime. Holy! And game seven, like, it was awful. They were going to halftime, going to the locker room at halftime, and the Suns fans were booing them out <laughs> off the court. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah, it, Luca Luca had twenty-seven points, and the Suns had twenty-seven points right. at There's, halftime. I don't see how you could come flat, come out flat for game seven. Right. Yeah, it's it just that was. I'm, that's the product of. Last year, this is the second year in a row where the Suns had, I think they were the one seed last year. They were the one seed two years in a row in the playoffs. And this year they let it get to their head. I don't understand why. Uh, When the Suns went up 3-2, they were uh, at home in Phoenix. And they were, it just seemed like they were toying with Luka. And it was kind of like, you're poking the bear. And when you have the best player in the series, you you don't test him. And you found out why last night. I mean, he torched them. All right. Game one of that series, Mavericks and Warriors, will be on Wednesday night. Hurricanes will play game one of their series against the Rangers coming up Wednesday night at PNC Arena. And the Canes are actually big favorites in the series against the Rangers. Oilers Flames will be Wednesday night as well. Uh, Round two will open up tomorrow night. Lightning at Panthers and Blues at Avalanche coming up on tuesday evening so that's what's going on buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck the buck no babe no day baseball today we got o's and yankees coming your way tonight right here on pirate radio all right let's take a break we'll come back zach agnos will join us another sweep 10 straight wins pirates are playing great and we'll talk about it with zach when we return on pirate radio live after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960, located on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, watching some uh, East Carolina baseball from over the weekend as the Pirates swept South Florida. And uh, we'll, we'll break down Zach Agnos is a bat okay. uh, leading off the game on Friday. Here we go. Zach here uh, hitting the bat on the cleats a little bit. Take a warm-up cut. Looking sharp in the all-whites. Those jerseys are so uncomfortable. It makes <laughs> like I look down, like look at my sign card, my jersey gets bought up, and I feel like I'm fat. <laughs> Those, uh, the whites in particular, are uncomfortable? Yeah. What? It's just like they're thick and mine's a little small on me so like the jersey isn't like it is fully tucked in but there's not a lot of jersey oh yeah so it'll so pop, just, come like, up. pop up yeah and... all right uh you're looking in here on an 01 oh. good good take there i mean i mean this dude was really he, had, he was having a really good year and i mean i always get first pitch take of the game sometimes not all the time not giving away any hints I'm swinging. He's lying. Delete that, Charlie. Yeah, don't put that on air. But um, I should have absolutely destroyed that pitch. I was so mad. And a little I, low in a way, or it's just down. And I'm a. I like to think like that's where I hit my pitches the best is down in the zone. So I was just like, mm, and I get two strikes. I was like, two strikes Friday night, dude. Put a ball in play, and I actually. Uh, Got a pretty good barrel on this ball. A little off the hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, still, like, I wasn't mad about that at bat. Just got missed my one pitch in the earlier in that bat. You said you wanted to see your second at bat, so we'll uh, we'll try to see if we can find that one. It looked like that barrel. Is that what it's supposed to look like, or has no. that bat been taking a beating? It's been taking – not, like, not intentionally, right, right. but, like, I, I just banged my cleats, as you can see. Um, How long you had that particular one? Do you know? Um, I found it actually about like mm, right before we went to Tulane. So a couple weeks. What do you mean you found it? In like the, I mean, it, I've always loved that bat, but they're old. It's an old model, so like, and like bats fail. They have rattles. They yeah. Like we talked about that. And, yeah. Um, there's like none that are good, and I found one in the rock room. It was like just like perfect, like the light was shining down on it. And I was like, boom! But I was swinging well, and I got the bat, and I was like, I'm not gonna change my bat because I was swinging like a gray and blue one. And then they get we get to two lane, and the catcher was like, oh, your bat has a rattle. Oh yeah, I remember that. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I guess I got to switch. And then the next day I hit a home run. And I was like, all right, I'm going with this bat. There it I've is. Been gone. So, oh yeah, that's when you did the whole yeah rattle yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Zach, uh, do you know where you were March 29th? I have no idea. I'm doing. I'm, guessing, I'm doing I'm this. Guessing, I'm guessing. Uh, so that's we're doing either, this like we're in a uh, trial. Uh, March 29th. Do you know what time? Uh well, from 4:30 to around 8 o'clock. So we're 
We were playing. Yeah. So that's a Friday night. I'm and guessing. This is a Tuesday night. Oh. Ooh. And you're playing against NC, NC State. State. And you played a baseball game without reaching base. Oh, really? Did you know that? But did you know, since that moment, every baseball game you have played in, you have reached base. Really? 26 I, games in a row. Wow. I, you didn't I, know that, really? I mean, I did. Uh, one of my buddies sent it to me on Twitter and was like, hey, my boy, keep rolling. <laughs> I was like, appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't – I don't – I really haven't – I haven't been paying attention to a tracking yeah. or anything. Someone just sent it to me the other day. 26 straight games, and we talked about that wild one where you had seven at-bats. What, 0 for 4, but you had three walks. You got Is on that base. Memphis? Yeah, 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 that yeah. CJ game. Uh, but game. 26 straight games, and you want to get on every time, but right. that's setting the table as a leadoff guy. That's a great stat. Yeah. Um, I just want to make something happen. Like I don't want to go up there and throw at bats away, give them away. Yeah. Um, and you know Hoover's so good with the bat, like he can hit a ball in the gap, he can lay down a bunt, beat out a bunt, move me over, and like you look at Friday, twice it happened where I hit a double, Hoover bunted me over, Bryson hit a sack fly. There's two runs right there. Literally the exact same same thing happened twice. Um, so I mean, yeah, like just you know being the leadoff guy, setting the table, and you know I try. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot, but like just going out there competing, seeing pitches, like. Like that at bat, my first at bat we talked about. Um, you know, I saw a slider, which is what I really wanted to do because I knew that was his best off speed pitch. So, Bryson uh, asked him about his home run he hit. He said it was a two strike pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of threw his hands at it, called it a little bit lucky. So, you know, w- once you get to two strikes, you know, how are you different at the plate when it's a clear count or when it's 2 0? As opposed to a two strike count, what are you doing anything differently? Um, yeah, I mean we we all go into like a no stride stance, so it's like we literally don't like like usually we stride. Get, some of us has like a little bit of a leg kick and two strikes. We don't stride at all. We're trying not to. Sometimes your body just naturally strides. Um, and then I'm less picky. Like when I'm hitting, I usually early in the count, I'm like let's not uh let's not swing anything in. Blah blah blah, whatever. Um, but with two strikes, I'm just like, you know what? Anything that's close, you're going to it. And uh, don't strike out. Uh, well, here's your second at bat from Friday. How, you know, how beneficial was that first AB where you got to see some pitches from, from the it, guy? It, it's really beneficial. And it's not only beneficial for me, but it's beneficial for my teammates because I usually go back in and I like to think I like to think I give a pretty good uh, scouting report. I've been uh, meaning to ask that. So what? And you're talking about going back into the dugout, but how about to Hoove here? Like, if you have that three second conversation, what, you know, like on your way back, what are you saying to him um, in that moment? Usually, what his fastball does. Okay. So it's like fastball rides. So it means like his fastball's firm, like it's really okay. firm, or it's like, hey, his fastball tails, which means he's got arm side sinks, cuts, whatever. Okay. Um, so I mean, and then if I see an off-speed pitch, obviously, oh, good ball, eye, two ball. and zero. Oh, so you're liking this right oh, now? Oh, dude, I'm like, yeah. And this guy had a good fastball, so I was literally just trying to hit. I was trying to hit a line drive to left center. So, uh, and you know what? I I I have. I'm not bragging about, but like I trust my hands that like I should, probably shouldn't have been thinking left center right here. So I'm like, oh, boom, oh, ow, ouch, right off the calf. Umpire <laughs> says you good. I say I'm good. He said you need time. I said no. 
Because I was in, you know, you're still in that state of shock, right? When I got hit, didn't feel it. Don't rub it. And then I was like, I swung right there. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I noticed a little Look, lip there. You see, yeah, you see like the pace. I'm like, oh, crap. And I was like, all right, well, you know what? Fastball's coming again, so uh, let's get to it. And I think, uh, oh, no, he threw, yeah, ball three. Boom. That down. Low. Good I was like, I landed on my front side. I was like, wow, that hurt. That didn't feel good. And I'm like, all right, I'm not walking. I am getting a swing off right here. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to smoke this pitch. Three and one. And I'm just Bagnus. selling out to heater right here. I'm like, fastball, fastball, fastball. Leg up. Bop. Got it I was good. like, go. I was like, go, 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 go. Off the oh. Bam. And he played that perfectly yeah. off the wall. I was going to, I was about to, I was trying to think of three. And then uh, get pretty fired up. Let's go, boys. Maybe? Let's go, boys. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what the one thing I'm happy with myself. Most of the time, if you get like a lip reading on me, I, it's a clean lip reading. Oh, it's that's good. Like, that's good. It's nothing like where you can't read it. It's nothing too vulgar, and it's just you know positive emotion towards our teammates. Very good towards the dugout. That's right. Yeah, and I like the batting gloves too. The uh, the white ones are sweet. Yeah. I like those. The sliding mitt, too. All right, now you're putting on the mitt. I got to say, I'm not a fan of them. I know I'm a fan of the safety, but <laughs> oh. does it not give the runner an advantage on a close play? No, it's like, it's literally like okay, an, all right. an eighth of a centimeter. Ready? Right. Watch. Hoover, sack drag. Boom, gets it down. I'm at third. Um, but anyway, and no. Boy, I, they, lo- they, they got that play. Well done by them. But how many times have you seen it where he or somebody lays down a bunt that ends up throwing it in the right field yeah it's pirates are running his, all over the place with his speed it's uh pretty pretty frequently but uh back to the glove like i wear the glove because i usually have to go in and pitch so i don't want to jam fingers i don't yeah. want to oh yeah up, cut up my hand um and it's not that like, people are like oh you're soft i'm like no i'm not i just <laughs> no, nobody I was well, like, first of all that's stupid to say i know well yeah. they're just that's typical teammates here, yeah. but um. Oh, your teammates say that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, my brothers haven't said anything yet, which I'm kind of surprised about. <laughs> Talking to Zach Agnos, watching uh, the Pirates play South Florida. This is Friday night's game, East Carolina, with a uh, sweep over the Bulls. Now, Zach, you said we did need to talk about something, so yeah. I got called out by your head coach yesterday because I credit to me admit my mistakes. Okay, <laughs> as one should. I just like what did what did Coach G call you out about? I just, uh, here's I just, what. I, oh, sorry. Go go go. Here's what I said. Oh uh, yeah, let's let's hear it. I hear the. Uh, I said <laughs> the ship had sailed on East Carolina being an at large. This I said that earlier in the year. Okay. I also added that hey, this was before conference started. The Pirates going to grind out series wins, which you haven't had to grind out many because you've been sweeping them. And they would be at or near the top of the American going into the conference tournament. I didn't say you guys weren't going to... Near the top? <laughs> at or near the top? No, no, near. Yeah. Like, that's an issue. We're going to be at the top. You uh, you are at the top. Yeah. Again, that's something else I was wrong yeah, about. making you eat your own words now. My Absolutely. <laughs> My main thing was I said that the Pirates would not receive an at-large uh, this year. And, I was to- and the field hasn't been announced yet, but... You guys are going to be in that large, or you can just win the conference tournament and get in that way. Yeah. So I, mean, I was wrong. I was definitely wrong, and I'm here to say I was wrong. Okay. Well, you know, there's been a lot of negativity this year, and I mean, 
you know, all these people are now sticking with us being like, oh, I knew they were going to be so good. But two weeks, two months ago, they were like, oh, when's football season starting? When's all this happening? Uh, That's right. Get Coach Godwin out of there. And now they're like, oh, you know what? Credit to Coach Godwin for turning this team around, you know, having a tough year to start, but turn them around. No, that's full crap. You stick with us or you're not. And I I guess I'm not sticking with you. Now I have to keep saying the bad stuff about you. <laughs> you got it. You know, you were up here. That knocked you down here. Now you got to build your back, way back up. <laughs> How do I go about doing that? Because I can't just be like... I, I expect positive tweets every day, even uh, even when we're down. No Stephen I goes in here. You know what's funny? I, I feel like I've had this conversation with Cliff Galvin like three or four years ago. Really? Yeah, <laughs> something very similar. <laughs> Cliff, uh, just, you know, keep it positive, man. What's up with all the... And I'm like, all right, yeah, I hear you, coach. You're right. Um, but no, I mean, look. I'm just kidding. Awesome turnaround. But I, I'm not going to sit here and say I was with you the whole time. And, and uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to sit here and say I completely buried you either. No, you didn't. That's I, why I was just giving you a hard time, mainly about that. But I am surprised that 17-4 and four is the conference record. That is awesome. Yeah, it is. I was and thinking more 14, you know. Really? 14 I, I, was thinking, I was thinking at least 15. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's only one more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. I, and look, I did not have... Ryder and CJ Mayhew being the weekend guys on my bingo card. Like a lot has changed with this team. I didn't have Ryder because I thought Ryder was just going to be coming in and closing a lot of games. But I had I thought CJ personally. No offense to the coaches, I always thought CJ should have been a starter. Well, so I'm glad he's starting. Listen to you more. No, <laughs> I, I never said it. To <laughs> <laughs> Cliff did say something interesting. He said I think it was after a Cincinnati loss. He kind of said, "All right, I've said all I could." How about you guys lead the team? And I, I don't want to – I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, where he I, gave yeah. you guys more of a role right. to talk to each other. Yeah, he – in Cincinnati, like, we would – like, in our hitters meetings and team meetings, like, you'd talk about the game before. And um, basically what he wanted us to do was he wanted us to talk about it upon each other because um, – I f- he feels like that what he says sometimes like because I mean we're players like we're obviously gonna be like oh it's Coach Godwin he's just being this typical self like just blah 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 and oh now he's being a you know and you know what to us so like we're not gonna listen to him and um, sometimes you need because, a different voice well that's too, the yeah. thing like and and when you're mad and you're mad you lost like the last like no offense to Coach Godwin but sometimes the last person you want to hear is the coach because yeah. like. You you wanted to win so bad, and the coach is just going to sometimes kick you down, which Coach Godwin doesn't do that. But um, he just let us kind of talk about ourselves, and you know, um, we got we we had the ability to talk about like issues we had on the team with our teammates, and if something like someone messed up, say I didn't make the right play on a the ball, then someone would ask me about it, what was going through my head, so that we can educate everybody else on the team and learn from our mistakes. So it's actually been really beneficial because you, we've been seeing less and less and less of those those mistakes and you know you've seen people step up like Merritt Beaker so yeah well that tells you a coach really trusts this team and and that he thinks you guys are mature enough to do that because that could really that could get ugly in the wrong hands but with you guys uh, well that's the thing we have Bryson Bryson is just kind of like 
keeps everything calm sometimes. I can see that. Yeah. Like, Coach Gowan was like, if you guys don't want to say something to someone, just ask Bryson. You think anybody's going to say anything back to Bryson? <laughs> no. Team enforcer. And then, wait, one time I went up to Bryson. I was like, Bryson, like, I'm about to go hit. Can you handle that? He's like, nah, you got it after you hit. I was like, dude. How about Chandler, the time where uh, Zach, what was it? Bryson, oh, Bryson uh, was talking about lifting weights or something. And Zach made a face, like, joking around and, and on the couch. And Bryson was like, well, I'd like to see what, what he could do better than me in the weight room. And then after the chat, you're out there like, Bryce, I was joking. Like, dude, I was relax. just joking. He doesn't get, dude, he doesn't get mad at anything except when it comes to the weight room. That's it. Like, That's just one thing. Like, yeah. I could key his car. And be like, mm. I'd be like, Bryson, I benched one. You'd be like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I got Let's four. see. Let's go. Let's, Let's see. Go. Come on. Come on. Drink, like, drinking energy drinks. Come on. I bet you don't. <laughs> Zach Agnes is joining us. Uh, let's get do some of the questions uh oh, we got more yeah i came up with some of my own and we got some uh oh, okay. some new entries uh you have been the answer you and bryson yes have been the answer to this question oh, God. i hope it's good <laughs> which one of your teammates is most likely to be on the bachelor <laughs> who did bryson say he probably said bryson probably said himself no i think he said he said you yeah mm uh, uh cj and Ryder said everybody said you except coach godwin said bryce <laughs> now that i think about it well i tell you who it isn't gonna be uh bryson world okay we're gonna start with that <laughs> um i you know i want You'd be good on any TV show, but let's, no. I mean, I'm let's trying, get you out of it. I list. like no, no, no. I'm not. I wouldn't. Say, yeah. I wasn't going to say myself. I was thinking Charlie Hodges, Carter Cunningham, or Ben Newton. Why is the the personalities or well? Because Ben Newton would just be like, it. Ben Newton would be hilarious on there. You know, Ben would be like, it's just Ben. Like you guys don't know Ben, but nah, he'd be yeah. funny. All right. Um, Carter would just be like. If Carter was one of the guys and like the girl was the, there was, was one, one girl, girl and multiple yeah. guys, Carter would just be making boys with everybody on the TV show. <laughs> but I honestly, I think my answer is Charlie Hodges because okay. just, just genuine guy. Like I could just see him coming up in like a suit, tux, and stuff. So, how about a spinoff from this question? If you could be on any, let's go with reality show first. What would you be on? So there's like yeah. Survivor, there's Big Brother, there's like cooking shows, there's I would not American on, Idol. I would not be on Survivor. I would not be on American Idol. Um, I don't know. What else is there? I don't know anybody I'm else. I'm trying to think of other reality shows now. My aunt, who you probably hear at all the games, she's super loud. She's just right next to my mom. <laughs> she knows just about every single reality TV show and watches every single one of them. All there's right. like Love Island or something like that. Um... Or how about this game show? I was gonna say game show first Ooh. anyway. So what game show would you like to be on? Hmm. I would love to be on Family Feud because that's like a oh with the whole fam. Yeah, we we did one of those at Thanksgiving, and it was actually the most hilarious, funny thing ever. Because my uh, Jody's husband was the an announcer, and we had everybody, and like people would be cheating. Like, like <laughs> I remember John, my brother, like tapped my hand. He's like, like hand, 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 and I was like. Man, they're like, cheated because you know how competitive we are. We started, everybody got on a big. Oh, fight. I gotta imagine there was fights involved. Oh, no, plenty, yeah. 
We have a question from Steven on Facebook. He says, ask Zach if his Aunt Jody makes him nervous at the games and can he hear her from the stands when he's that bad. Is that Steven Gillen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing? It's good to see you. Not really, but um, <laughs> Mr. Gillum, I actually remember when I picked up that uh, that uh, prize box. Oh, yeah. That was Mr. Gillum's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I do hear Jody sometimes. Come on, Zach. Not, well, not that deep. Um, she did make me nervous in my interview yesterday because she kept like looking at me laughing. It wasn't nervous. She just made me laugh. So um, she's pretty intimidating, actually. Everybody, all of Mallory, her daughter's friends, are intimidated by my Aunt Jody. Hmm. All right, Aunt Jody. Uh, Al Glover says, who should be on American Idol? And he said, trust me. Maybe he's got some info. Who a good singer? <laughs> Best singer you'll find. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Would you rather... Oh, what would be your superpower if you could choose Ooh. one? I would like... I would like to fly. I think okay. flying would be really cool. Yep. That's been the most popular answer. Yeah. Just a bunch of dudes flying or around. Or like super... No, nah, I'd rather have super speed. i take that back. Really? Yeah. I, there's like a question, like when I was in elementary school, they're like, would you rather fly 10 miles an hour or run 100 miles an hour? I was like, run 100 miles an hour. <laughs> no question at all. You could get to where you wanted to go. Yeah, you don't have to deal with traffic when you're running. So they're like, you can get places faster where you're flying. I was like, no, you don't have to deal with traffic. And I guess if you had the ability to run that fast, you would have the wherewithal to dodge things. It would be like almost everything slow, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, I watched The Flash a while back. Would you rather explore deep space or the (laughs) deepest parts of the ocean? None of the above. (laughs) I hate that stuff creeps me out. (laughs) You're staying on solid ground? I'm staying here. I like this place. I like it. You can explore Pitt County. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you could add one player in baseball history, MLB, ECU, whatever, to this current roster, who would you add to help you guys down the stretch? Ooh. Hmm. I would have to say I would like to have Charlie Blackman on our roster. Okay. Yeah, that's your guy you've talked about. Him. Yeah, I just think he'd be like a good like personality guy, you know, with his beard and mullet. And and you get to get Bryson out of the lineup. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about, Bryson. you know, I thought about saying uh, I would take Willie Mays, uh, a center fielder, and get you. But I didn't say that to Bryson's face. I'm glad nobody has said Derek Jeter yet. Has anybody? Nobody said a shortstop. Thank God. Um, CJ said Shohei Otani would be good. Ooh, that'd be. I mean, obviously, yeah. Cliff went uh, with the pirate Alec Burleson. Really? Help you on the mound and uh, at the plate. I was I was thinking Jake. Yeah, my brother. That would be awesome to have the lefty back one more time. Yeah. Uh did I ask you your favorite uniform combo? No. Okay. What is it? I like the golds. Okay. Um. Yeah, players seem to love the golds. Yeah, there's like two people that don't like the goals. I love them. I think they're so comfortable. I think they're light. They look good. They look clean. Look good, feel good, play good. Like the whites are just uncomfortable. All right. Uh, Casey from ECU Marketing, who hits the walk-up music, says, who has the worst walk-up song? (laughs) Or uh, pitch or warm-up song? Um... I know everybody loves Carter's. I'm just, it just, I mean, it makes me dance. Like in the dugout, I'll be like, and I'll be like revving up. Um, so is that from anything, or did he try to just find the most random song? No, he actually, um, in Juco, when we played Juco ball, he played with a bunch of Latinos. And oh. so they always played that music, and that's why he did it. Ah, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, Carter's. 
but I, love, I mean, I, it makes me want to dance. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If this is from uh, our own CJ Schaefer, if someone gave you the aux cord in the car, what song are you playing first currently? Oh. I gotta look up my library real quick. Yeah. What are you uh, listening to on the way here, on the way home? Let's listen to some old Luke Bryan on the way here, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going Party in the USA by Molly Cyrus. I like that. I like that. Get everybody in good mood? Yeah. All right. Not bad. You know, uh, I don't. You don't have like a one song. You just kind of. I'll probably play my walk up song, honestly, just because I think it's pretty cool. All right. There you go. I just think it would be like, turn out the light. <laughs> if. This is a tough one. You had the opportunity to meet any person in history, alive or dead, who would Whoa. it be? I feel bad because I feel like I'm taking my time on these answers, but I really like I wasn't prepared for this. No, this these are tough. I would like the first people that popped in my head are like presidents, but like I don't. Okay. Care. <laughs> that's like, what Bryce would said. that be an interesting conversation no it know. wouldn't because they'd be caring about the country i just want to know what they like i don't know what it was like back when they lived yeah that's what bryson said he he said a president and then i think he ended up saying george washington yeah yeah i so. would probably honestly but then i don't baseball but i feel like everybody's like oh baseball but i would honestly love to have met tony gwynn huh one of my coaches from Growing up, he coached my showcase teams in high school and stuff. He played with Tony Gwynn, and he said he's the most genuine, nice, knowledgeable, best man you'll ever meet. Yeah. So I think it would be pretty cool. One of the, uh, if not the greatest hitter uh, of all time. All right, uh, Redbeard says, what is the most useless talent you have? So this is a tough one, but like, so Ryder Giles said he was really good at picking up pine cones. I guess he could do it better than anyone. What did Bryson say? The water flip challenge. He's the good water at bottle flipping flip a water challenge. bottle. I'm not good at that. Um, oh, I'm, I I was doing it today in the locker room. I can. You guys don't have corks here, do you? Corks? Yeah, like from mm, no. Like a gra- wine bottle? That's ah, not. It's a trick. It's not even a talent. Yeah, but like I can do this thing with corks where I can like, like you put them right here in the. Okay. In your hands, and then I can do this, and then like remove them and nobody else can do it i had to teach josh Moyne today well that is a great answer to this question <laughs> it's not really a talent though like it's definitely useless it's useless that's yeah. for sure uh if you uh, nobody's been able to answer this question if you had a boat what would you name it boat i mean i don't know why but the literally right when you said boat i just thought of betsy <laughs> all right hey look that's our first answer to this question <laughs> that, like, of the day right when you said what would you name it just betsy betsy like, came like, to mind just popped in my head all right betsy on the high seas what is your uh and i'll, I'll what's your toughest class you've had at ecu all of them no um i can't even remember any of them <laughs> did you go to class yes yeah, so, yeah okay um good. that's good to hear I would probably have actually. I I would probably have to say managerial accounting, all right, or financial, one of those two. Back to back semesters, I was like, ooh, it was tough. Yeah, well, you got through it, right? Yeah, that's right. All right, this from Julia and Denny Hoover. Hey, uh, two questions. Who is the most superstitious on the team? A lot of people said you. I'm pretty superstitious. Yeah. yeah. Anybody mean, else come to mind? Um, I want to say. 
let's say CJ's kind of superstitious, but like it's not really superstitious. He just doesn't like people like touching him. Like Mayhew? Um, yeah. Uh, like in the locker room, like one time I was like, Hey, good job, CJ. He's like, get off of me. I'm like, dude, I'm just telling you good job. He's like, No, nah, don't touch me. CJ uh had a complaint about you earlier too. He says uh sometimes he has to tell you to stop talking to the opposing team so much. CJ doesn't. Coach Gowan tells me that. <laughs> CJ tells me that as a joke because Coach Gowan tells me that. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that is funny. Oh, but you know what? CJ said that while Cliff Gowan was sitting right here. So I'm surprised, that's, I'm surprised Coach. Of course he did. That's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Gowan. Uh, I'm surprised Coach Gowan didn't chime, on, chime in on that answer. Yeah. Probably because he can't see me. He can't see me that uh, I'm a little bit farther away than I was last year. That's when he really got. Last year was good because I could put my mask up and still talk to other people. <laughs> I don't have a mask this year. Oh, he said that uh, you I, you do a lot of chit chat. I was a there. big talk to the umpire guy. I would I, I would talk to the first base umpire. I, yeah, I'm. I like the umpires. This umpire was like. Uh, on Sunday, yesterday, was like throwing me under the bus to start because I kept picking up like when you run like dirt flips up and there's just like a little clump of dirt and I kept throwing it at Star as a joke and he was like, "Hey Jacob, you gonna take that from your boy?" He's like, "What happened?" He's like, <laughs> "He's throwing rock, or throwing mud at you." He's like, "Oh, I didn't hit." He, I was like, "I didn't hit him." I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Hey, I I told Cliff that he needs to let you keep talking to him because you're kind of the go between. Like, yeah, I, hey, our, our coach is a cool guy. Don't, yeah, like, hey, yeah. don't toss. Keep him, yeah, he's, he's, keep him in some games sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I love this question from the Hoover Twitter account. Okay, which pirate is going to eat the most at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Oh. And we've had three different answers on okay. this. One. I'm going firmly, firmly, no second guess, Bender Williger. That was, uh, and, and I'm doing this off site. That would have been my <laughs> guess. Um, I, surprising answers, though. We had Starling from CJ Mayhew. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could, I don't think, yeah. Ryder said JC. Jacob Jenkins Coward. Yeah. It surprised me because he's so thin, but I guess he's trying to put some weight on. Right. And then. CJ Bryson Boyd. said CJ Boyd. <laughs> so, does all that sound no, right? Yeah, the, the, I mean, all of them are good. I think I think Ben Trebilger, though, I mean, he walks in with the team meal, and it's just like, he's like bad, doing like a balancing act walking in. I'm like, dude, just get just go back for seconds. Save some for the rest of us. Jeez. <laughs> what about his at bat the other day? Oh, oh I yeah, we, yeah. I told him, I said, if you, if you hit a home run and I had to come up after you, and I did what I did, I would have looked like the worst hitter in college baseball. He's like, why? I'm a good hitter. I was like, you're not a hitter on the roster, so that's exactly why. But it's pretty impressive, man. Every time – I mean, he could easily be – I mean, he's had three solid at-bats. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but the the bullpen guys, oh, they were yeah. all standing up. And, man, they were uh, – One of us. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> yeah, so they were giving him all their support. Yeah. So that was fun. It was fun. The bullpen's awesome. And now I feel like this question was made for Zach Agnos because oh, not a lot of other players had an answer. Uh, from Ashley, what is the best interaction you've had with a person or people on the opposing team? Um, I really haven't had many. Everybody just talks about Jake. I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like, like every like, eh, like the shortstop from Memphis, the shortstop from USF, um, the third, no, not third baseman. And one other player from USF were just like, oh, I faced your brother in my freshman year. He was gross. I was like, okay, great. 
<laughs> like I, um, just start making up stuff like yeah he didn't play baseball anymore he's yeah. uh he's an accountant yeah <laughs> yeah you know what he's, he's bored unfortunately he moved countries <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> gosh uh, i mean um i have one that i cannot say on air but it was good it was a good interaction <laughs> good as in bad or good as in awkward it was awkward okay. it was so funny well i guess we'll we will never know. <laughs> the world will never know. The world will never Nobody know. knows this interaction either. I haven't told one person. Oh, wow. Not a person. We'll save that for a Pirate Radio podcast. Yes. Uh, years from now. Years from now. Ten years from now, we'll talk to you. Okay. Speaking of uh, former Pirates, uh, Trey Benton will join us on the show coming up on Tuesday. Really? Yeah. He's been having a year. He has been uh, doing a great job out of the bullpen for the Lynchburg Hillcats. Yeah. So how's uh, Jake doing? Is he pitching? Sorry to uh, he's, ask he's right on, after we talked about your brother. It's okay. Yeah. He has uh he's throwing. Okay. Um he actually got hooked up to a bunch of sensors Wednesday or Thursday. No, Friday, I mean. And uh just reading a lot of his body stuff, but he's really he's doing really good. All right. So progressing along. That's right. Looking forward to seeing him back on the mound. Zach, great stuff, man. I guess uh next Monday you guys will be in Clearwater, so we'll see if we can hook up on the phone for a few minutes. Oh, I always hate the phone. Yeah, I'd rather be in here, but well, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you again down the road. All right, but keep up the good work, man. Yes, sir. Thanks. Ten in a row. Yes, sir. Twenty six games straight on base for okay, Zach. Don't Agnes. jinx me now. Uh crap. See if I talk good, it's bad. If I say something bad, it's bad. And I have to talk for three hours every day. I I don't know what to do, man. Three hours? Yeah, this show's from three to six. It's not just from five to five thirty when you're on. Nah, I about that. <laughs> it kind of is. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, Shirley. Let's open up the booty bag. Make somebody a winner here on a Monday. <laughs> booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, three one seven twelve fifty is the number. Shirley, what do you want to give away today? Uh, how about a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville? Wings Over Greenville on the line. That's a good one right there. 317-1250. Trivia question for Zach Agnos. Oh, what call are you looking for? 12. Call now. 317-1250. I just saw the stat. What pirate pitcher is six, tied for six in the nation in most appearances? It's got to be Sailor. Garrett Sailor is it's correct. Sailor. Know your teammates. Well done, Zach. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to get the business services that are right for your business today. Contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Josh Allen of Washington. Picked up a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville has you covered with no third party needed. They have their own in-house delivery service. And speaking of parties, you can celebrate graduation with Wings Over by ordering a large tray of wings, tenders, and waffle fries. And while you're at it, be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead 
on the mobile app. They are open until 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. You can give them a call at 758-9464. Wings over Greenville. They deliver. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Coming up, uh, man, we talked a lot of baseball today. We'll keep that rolling into Tuesday. We'll talk to former Pirate Trey Benton. He'll join us on the program. And Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball will join us as well to talk about where the Pirates stack up nationally and get a look at uh, what's going on in the American and across the baseball landscape as we head into the final week of the regular season. So Aaron Fitt will join us coming up on a Tuesday show. Right now, we'll talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Bailey, how you doing today? Not too bad. How's everything going? Going great. And uh, had a lot of fun talking Pirate Baseball here today on the show. And uh, some other local baseball going on, Bailey, with the high school baseball uh, softball playoffs. That was the topic on the Brian Bailey show earlier today. So what's the uh, schedule looking like this week for our area teams? Well, it should be exciting coming up tomorrow. Now, some of the playoff action tonight got rained out already. Rose and Farmel Central both had soccer games, but they washed those out and will play tomorrow. But uh, J.H. Rose, the top seed in the uh, 3A East bracket, they will take on Orange coming up tomorrow. South Central has North Brunswick tomorrow. The Falcons are 13 seeds, and North Brunswick, I believe, off the top of my head, are 21 seeds. So they've upset a couple of people in South Central. You know, this this time of the playoffs, if you're a 13 seed, usually you're not playing at home, but the Falcons will, will be at home for that game. So that'll be good. Conley's the number one seed in the 4A East bracket in softball. They'll be at home again coming up. they got Holly Springs, and Holly Springs is a 24 seed. So the Conley's girls are big favorites in that game. So it should be a big night coming up tomorrow night, plus Pirates and Campbell. I uh, got that going on and some more ECU baseball Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the last time the Pirates will be at home in the regular season. And, man, what a turnaround from this team, Bailey. And, and once again, they dominate the American and will be regular season champions. And uh, a lot of struggles early on, a lot of question marks, and uh, they have been answered during conference play, and this team's playing great 10 in a row right now. You know, and, and we kind of looked at it, you know, before, I guess with the win streak had gotten to five and six, they were much playing much better baseball. And it kind of just looked like that, that they were throwing so many curveballs at the start of the season that they were taking this big ball of clay and trying to mold it into the, you know, the team that they wanted. And it just, you know, it took a little while, but they, they've got them rolling right now. They are the class of the American again, by far. I mean, they got a four game lead with three to play. And uh, so they've clinched the regular season championship. They've clinched the top seed. They'll work out at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, or on Monday, rather, in Clearwater, they will play in the noonish game. I say noonish because there's a 9 a.m. game on Tuesday. They'll play the second game, and it's 37 minutes. Why 37 and not 40? Don't know. But it's 37 minutes after the completion of the first game. Uh, that's when the Pirates will play. So somewhere probably around 1 o'clock or so. Brian Bailey joining us, BB. Uh, you're be, you'll be heading to Clearwater and uh, joining us live for the Brian Bailey Show next week and uh you you really uh enjoy going to that thing right yeah i really do you know it, it's kind of funny it's kind of one of those things that that the first year you go somewhere new like that you're trying to get acclimated you lost half the time you got to figure out where you're at and once you've been you know year after year after year there's so many you know cool places to go after you finish your work and it's, it's just a neat town clearwater is beautiful i mean the beaches are great and it's uh it, it's really a lot of fun and and it's great baseball. I mean, you get a chance to see, you know, you know, the Pirates battle it out for a championship, and they're playing. They've always got a target on their back because they're usually, you know, one of the higher seeds in the event. So it's, that's, that part's fun. And uh, and really, I'm just about the only media member that, that's fortunate enough to get a chance to go. Channel 9, years ago, 
said, hey, it's important to go to this because they've got a chance to win it year in and year out. So we've been able to work it out each year and looking forward to it again. We're down to the semis in the NBA, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, and then round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs will get underway on Tuesday night. The Hurricanes will play the Rangers coming up on Wednesday night. And, man, I, I'm i not a hockey guy, but I'm a Canes guy, and, and they – wrapped up their series on saturday and i ended up watching more hockey on saturday night and even some last night these games have been awesome in the playoffs and it's going to be rocking on wednesday night bailey did you say you're going to try to make it up there yeah we got approved for credentials today so we are on the way unless somebody here says we can't go but i think they'll let us go so we've got credentials and we plan on going live at five and six and then uh Staying for the game, doing the report on the game afterwards, and then coming back after that. It, it's just it's just really neat when you think about the fact that you've got a professional franchise, you know, 90 minutes away. And so whatever we can do. And and for us, you know, we don't get a chance during the regular season as much because we've got so much going on with, you know, the, the starts in October with high school football still going on, ECU football going on, and then we go into basketball. And it seems like there's always something going on. But once we get into the playoffs, you know, we have days where there's a lot going on, like this week, Tuesday and Friday are big days for us, but Wednesday's kind of quiet, so we get a chance to go watch some playoff hockey. And when they say there's nothing like playoff hockey, it's <laughs> exactly the truth, man. I tell you, the fans get into it. I mean, they had over 19,000 at PNC Arena uh, for Game 7, and that's that's just amazing in itself. But uh, they packed that place, and, it, and there's not an empty seat. And, man, PNC and the Garden will be rocking. This is going to be a fun series with the Rangers. Where do you guys sit uh, when you get credentialed? Where do you all sit during a game? The press box for, for hockey is actually at the very top of PNC Arena. But, what you know, I've been able to kind of finagle my way to <laughs> certain spots in yeah. the years. And what I've discovered in covering the Hurricanes is that the photographers will go right there. It's in the club level. It's right above the first level and where the second level starts, a club level, and they've got a concession stand up there, but they let the photographers shoot right there. So I've got the same pass that they've got, so they let us, let me go in. And I usually stand up the whole time. With I used to stand right beside Gibby. Todd Gibson was on the show with us earlier. And, you know, just kind of stay there, take notes of the game, help him out any way I can. And I really don't do a whole lot to help him. But uh, just stand there talk with It's him. a great excuse, though. Something. Yeah, a great excuse you can use. <laughs> If he wants something to drink, I'll go get it for him. Anything <laughs> like that. I really enjoy the stand, and it's a great view of the game, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Good stuff. Looking forward to that coming up on Wednesday night. Brian Bailey joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Bailey, appreciate it. Got the Brian Bailey Show coming up at 6. If you missed it earlier today at noon, you can check it out in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, BB. Sounds good. Take care. All right. There is Brian Bailey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap it up. When we return here on a Monday edition, what do you got, Chandler? Uh, we got some news coming out of the American Conference regarding baseball. Kenny, uh, I think it's Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball has announced that Tulane has fired their baseball coach, Travis Jewett. Travis Jewett out as head coach of the Green Wave. Let's uh, take a timeout, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. All righty, fun show today. Thanks so much to uh, Cliff Goblin and uh, the great players he's brought into this East Carolina program. We have a lot of fun with Ryder Giles, Zach Agnos, Bryson Worrell, and C.J. Mayhew. And we'll have them on next week uh, via the phone. They'll be in Clearwater. And then the following Monday will be Memorial Day, where we'll find out ECU's fate in the NCAA regionals. So in years past, we've been able to be on hand when that announcement is made and do some interviews. Hopefully we can do that again this year. And uh, at some point, get these guys back in the studio. But they're going to be on the road for quite a while. Uh, coming up these next few weeks hopefully long into june and uh, can make a run postseason but they'll wrap up the regular season coming up with campbell on tuesday and then houston thursday friday saturday thanks to all the guys inside the delcor players lounge thank you for tuning in and being a part of today's program we'll be back with you tuesday three o'clock on an all-new edition of pirate radio live for shirley Rhodes, chandler honeycutt cj schaefer and the crew here i'm cliff brock so long everybody Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.